Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast episode, I don't know, something like 130. You are so lucky to be joining me today because we're probably in a world exclusive, like an Xbox world exclusive, we have not just myself, Chris, as the host, but we've got big man Jamie and slightly smaller big man, but big, bigger than me man, Alex Jones. How you doing, fellas? I'm doing great. We should hire the world premiere guy to do our intros. That's a great idea, Chris. Yeah, but just get him to do like really random shit like, suck my dick. Suck my dick. To be fair, this is the world premiere of the 130th show of the uh, Super Show, so it would be accurate every week to have him go, world premiere, and kick off. He's probably on Cameo, right? (laughs) Probably is. You want want to do a, a, a live check for us? Yeah, sure, I'll have a little cameo, look. And if not, like, there's a guarantee, like, the Halo guy will probably be on there. You know the guy who's like, Slayer? He can he can do a good job. That would be good. Or um, yeah, or maybe, oh, I'd love it to get, like, GLaDOS on. GLaDOS would be good. The mm. EA Sports sits in the game guy, he'd be fun. Oh, um, fucking the NBA Jam announcer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Is like it the, the shoes? The downtown. He's on fire from downtown. I would, anyway. I would like the dude from uh, Disco Elysium, like the rough, rough-voiced guy from Disco Elysium, would be quite cool. All right, I, I haven't heard him, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, if you didn't know, we're a gaming podcast because we just spoke about gaming voiceover people. No, we're not a gaming voiceover podcast. We're just gaming news. Just, just three bros. <laughs> that was, hanging that would out. be niche. That'd be very niche. We would probably get <laughs> probably get more views and listens if we were that niche. To be fair, um, but hey, hi, how you doing? We're a gaming podcast, and we are available on all major podcasting platforms of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon somewhere, probably like Audible or I don't know, some Stitcher, Deezer, all that shit. We're also available on YouTube if you want to see our deliciously moist faces. A little bit bit roasty this evening. It is warm. It is warm. warm. It's only going to get warmer, buddy. Welcome to hell. And... If you're not into all that, like, YouTube, you know, podcasting platform kind of thing, you can catch us weekly, the week after we go live, on Paisley Radio, paisleyradio.com, Thursdays, 10 p.m., repeated, Mondays, 10 p.m. And that's if you want that, like, authentic internet radio experience that you can only really get with Paisley Radio. All the others are just imitating to, (laughs) you know, uh, paraphrase my, my man, M. Oh, fellas. What a week it's been. What a week it's Roller been. Rollercoaster, if anything. Ups, downs, loop-the-loops, lots of vomiting, and lots of coming. I don't know about you, but that's how In, in which order? In exactly the order I, I said. Okay, okay, okay. So you're ending <laughs> on a high. That's the most important part. That's the most important, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, last week, obviously, we spoke about God of War. We're going to be catching up on what's been happening there. There's a couple of... Uh, some Ubisoft news, believe it or not, that doesn't have to do with sexual harassment. That's always fun. <laughs> well, there's always <laughs> the asterisks. Hey, could it could be breaking news. It's happened before. Yeah. As we're on the podcast. Jesus. Um, we're seeing the return of Robocop, the return of uh, maybe something that, you know, while it's certainly welcome, shouldn't really be a thing that should be coming out again, which is a remake of Lollipop Chainsaw. But, How hey, dare you, sir? Well, as long as they get Jessica Negri involved, I'm, I'm there. Doesn't I'm sound like they've got anyone involved, to be honest, Chris. But I <laughs> hey, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, 
<laughs> we'll find out going forward. Uh, but in the meantime, fellas, I thought it would just be really nice and to get a, a an interesting take from you, okay? Because in the news recently, yeah, an interesting take, not hot takes. Okay. Because I don't believe that you'll have hot takes on this. I think you will have uh, insightful, in-depth uh, analysis of what is about to go on. Jamie especially. So, you know, no pressure. But mm. here we go. Okay. Uh, Rockstar are in the news. Um, you know, maybe not for the right reasons, as people would have hoped. But Rockstar appear to have shelved remakes of both GTA 4 and the original Red Dead Redemption to focus on GTA 6. So I guess... Negative or positive, depending on what your perspective is, right? Totally, now, yeah. these claims were made by an, uh, a rock star insider. So again, our, our specialty is the uh, confirmed rumors, but they've been corroborated by, stop me if you've heard this before, the fucking paragon of games journalism, Kotaku, who first leaked the existence of the definitive, definitive edition trilogy. So, okay, fine, fair enough. Um, basically, what, what happened is, and what I understand the reporting to be is Rockstar got cold feet because of the kind of uh, frosty reception, the definitive edition. Do you see what I did there? Cold feet, frosty yeah, reception. It was very, it was very clever. It was this is why people, yeah, th- this is why tens of people listen to this podcast. Um, but yeah, the, the remasters themselves are not entirely out of scope and could be revisited following GTA 6's release. But I'm sure, I'm sure some people will be disappointed Maybe not if they've actually played the Definitive Edition trilogy, but I'm sure loads of people would be happier that this would mean whenever GTA 6 returns, it will return sooner than if they're working on these remasters, these remakes. Mm. It's nice nice to hear that they're working on the remakes. Um, That's one thing that's nice to hear. They haven't handed them off to some mobile gaming company to um, make some potato games. Outrageous. That's quite good. It's not outrageous. Don't, don't Don't get hand job max studio to do it get fucking rockstar to do it yeah i mean they've got enough employees and enough studios around <laughs> the world sure. they've got enough employees and all they're doing is fucking cranking up more fucking casino heists and gta online right yeah it's a better use of time than gta online that's for sure um but yeah like i i, I don't know if, if we want to dive straight into it but i think what joe i think what jonesy was kind of getting at is the key part here which is that i think at some point you know, there was someone very senior at Rockstar, one of the suits who has presented some cool information. I don't know, probably in the form of like a pie chart or a bar graph or something. It pre- presented visually. And you could see like... A scatter graph. Yeah, exactly. Something really cool like that. Something high end. Um, and the, the long and short of it was like, GTA 6 release date if we make these remasters. GTA 6 release date if we don't. And the people who want more money coming into that company, the most money possible, were like, I kind of like the look of that second one. Um, I kind of like the look of releasing the biggest game of all time as soon as possible. And I think that's yeah. probably um, the long and short of what's happened here. And the other note I'd yeah. make is that like Rockstar have kind of become weirdly notorious over the last nine years, basically since the release of GTA 5 in 2013, for basically not releasing any games. It took them yeah. another three years to release uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, and they are now on their fourth year of not releasing anything that's not a port or a remaster or so on and so forth. Um, I think part of the, that is that things like this have been happening nonstop for the last nine years, and we just don't hear about them. Things that are planned, things that enter pre-production. You know, if you believe the rumors about Bully, that game has been in some form of production with different ideas, like th- as many as three times, perhaps at least two. I just think that 
they're a company that has very high standards, whether people want to believe that or not based on GTA Online. <laughs> and I think they chop and change a lot of shit as soon as they're not 100% convinced they're going in the right direction. One, because they've got the money to, and two, because I think their reputation is very important to them still. Yeah, I, I agree about the reputation point for sure. I, I agree about everything that you've said, but the reputation point is something I think we should touch on quickly. It, like, it, It's easy to say, oh, Definitive Edition trilogy, like it was pants, but it fucking sold mega, so what's, yeah. what's the problem? And I, I feel for a lot of companies out there, maybe the Ubisoft of the world, they won't really care that much. They just made the money, they're good. But yeah, I think definitely like the higher ups at Rockstar, are like no, we're fucking we're fucking Rockstar. We're not yeah. gonna yeah, we, we we can't do this again. Like our reputation is on the line. I, even if we can come back for it, we're like we just don't want that to be a look. And I think they've How, had. Ooh, ooh, they might have got what? it wrong though. They might have got it wrong because imagine if they released another Potato remaster, yeah, right? and people will get really annoyed again. And then when Rockstar's Rockstar, when GTA Six comes out, it's even more exciting because of how good it is. They they maybe should have kept the bar low so that they can just like blow people away even more when they actually do drop a decent game. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess it depends on like what the scope of these remasters or remakes would have been. Like GTA Four and Red Dead Redemption also sit in really weird spots where I think they're games that probably haven't <clears throat> aged too badly. Um, and you know. We, Red we, Dead has. Have you played? Have you tried to play Red Dead recently? I guess not. It's, no, it's, that, it's that sounds rough. like a follow up. Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption Two, and then Red Dead recently. Red Dead recently. Yeah, I I tried to play Red Red Dead like I think it was a year. I think I tried to play it like eighteen months ago, and it was I was surprised. I must. I was genuinely <laughs> like, oh okay. I didn't realize it was like this old. But yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying is that. Like, going back to what I said, GTA Five released in 2013, right? That was the same year as The Last of Us was released. And The Last of Us Part One, as it's now known, has sparked a whole new debate about how long, how, how old does a game need to be to be remade? Right. And, you know, to what extent is there a need to kind of modernize these titles? And if Rockstar looked at it as a situation of like, hey, can we... um can we essentially remake Red Dead Redemption 1, for example, in the with Red Dead Redemption 2's mechanics or using the advancements in the engine that was made for Red Dead Redemption 2? They'd be looking at a weirdly similar st story in a weirdly situation to what right. Naughty Dog and yeah. Sony were looking at. And maybe they've just seen that reception, like actually a lot of the people are looking at these trailer comparisons and being like, well, we didn't need this. And, um, <laughs> and, and admit, I, I, again, I think like what we're saying, a lot of it is sort of reputation and... You, you, with the weird definitive edition stuff aside, you go back to production stories all the way to as recently as Red Dead Redemption 2, their last major release. It's like they'll go back to the blueprint as many times as they need to um, to get things right, and they won't release a game until they know they've made something that's iterated on the formula enough to justify its existence. And maybe these were just titles that they couldn't quite justify based on their recency. Yeah. Do you, th do you think it is there anything to be worried about um, the fact that they're having to pull people off of other projects to work on GTA 6 when you also consider the fact they've lost Dan Hauser and uh, is it Laszlo Jones in the, in the time frame <laughs> since we've seen anything new? Laszlo, um, Leslie Benzies, but Laszlo I think is <laughs> a character. Within... Sorry, what's his name? Leslie Benzies. Leslie Benzies. We need the oh, Benz. No, Laz the Benz. But, but Laszlo Jones is like... 
the guy who does uh, radio stuff in the GTA games, right? Like, yes, of course. <laughs> Laz- yeah, yeah. Laszlo Jones is is a rock star dude, but he's just not that. That's a really interesting. Um, <laughs> sorry, Les- um, Leslie Benzies. <laughs> Leslie Benz. Sorry, twenty twenty was it that they both left? To, um, Hauser was twenty twenty because that was one of the super shows we recorded at Chris's house. Oh shit! Right. Uh, Benzies was oh, a few man, years fuck. before that. Remember, remember recording at my house? That's mad. Yeah, I right. Thought they were this... Yeah, yeah, that does seem like not that long ago. To be fair to me, no, I guess it was a couple. It was quite a while ago. The, the reason I know that Benzies wasn't the same time because I remember hearing, um, uh, listening to a podcast where they talked about excerpts from the lawsuit between Benzies and Rockstar um, while I was on the bus on the way home from the place that we used to work. Oh, oh yeah. ah, so basically pre uh, pre early twenty nineteen. But do you think there's anything to be worried about the fact they've had pro- high profile no, levers? Are you worried at all about that? Um, I know okay. to- it's, it's definitely going to change the yeah. feel of it, but you, like, it, it's it's easy to think that these figureheads are responsible for these games, right? But then like, also to see that they're having to pull. I guess that they. I guess that that's the thing, right? They're pulling staff from some areas where they're like, oh, we're not. Well, it seems like that. It seems like allegedly, they're saying, yeah, we're pulling people from off of other projects to work on GTA Six, which kind of suggests that maybe GTA Six's development's not going as hoped. As planned, unless it is as Jamie said, and they're literally just pausing stuff more because of the reception of things recently, and there's nothing to do with the development of GTA Six, and that's kind of a yeah, cover. I, I mean, I'd like to think that they like Rockstar's a weird one, right? Because on the one hand, they've got enough money that they and enough employees to work on multiple games, as we'd expect them to do. Like you know, the rumors are working on Bully Two and. Uh, any of these remasters that would happen and still work on GTA 6. But on the other hand, like, they don't need to work on anything else. They could just work on GTA 6. But I think I think the whole idea about having the multiple teams is just some people just might not be into it and they just want something else, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's also, like, as we discussed, again, to bring up Naughty Dog again and... The reason why they have different projects and different states of flux is that even within and across multiple teams, there are teams within teams. And if you have teams of uh, like artists and then teams of writers and then teams of you know designers, but there's always going to be someone whose hands are not quite as full compared to the people they're sat next oh, yeah, to, right? Totally, Depending yeah. on right, which stage yeah, of yeah. development you're at, which is why it does make sense to have different projects and uh, different timelines. Um, but going back to what Jonesy said, I think it's one of those things where when you hear all hands on deck, like taking part in one project, it could be for any number of reasons. It could be because we want this thing to get done a little bit sooner than our current estimates. This thing is really good and we want to make it better. Or it could be, like Jonesy speculated, um, this thing's in trouble and we need as many hands on deck as to fix it. But like, again, whichever angle you take on that is literally just, it's speculative. Could be a positive yeah. thing, could be a negative thing. I, li- I like the idea that I think probably the one that appeals to me most is the idea that they were someone was bought in like a high level exec and they were shown a couple of graphs and they were like if we put everyone on this project then we get it here if we don't put everyone on this project we get it here and they're like i like that graph let's do that and they're like okay oh yeah there will so, definitely so, be people sorry Chris. Literally, literally the same thing jamie said five minutes ago yeah no i said that's i like that i like jamie's idea. <laughs> yeah no so I, was, I was agreeing i was saying i like that yeah. idea the most i think that to me like kind of rings the most true is the uh is the idea that someone said that I think that yeah. sounds probably the most plausible. Because that, as you said, Chris, that trilogy definitive edition sold really well, especially yeah. relative to the reception and the kind of the, the conversation around that game. 
but at the same time, GTA 6 does m- like multiples of that number in its first weekend. Yeah. A bad GTA 6 does does that in its first weekend because of the curiosity factor, um, if nothing else. But then, then also, like going back to Jonesy's point about like all hands on deck because maybe there's a problem. The, the pressure on Rockstar to make GTA 6 like this, this amazing thing, because it's almost like you think about like GTA's one to four, okay? Like, yes, the hype was growing, 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 but then almost like going from four to five was like fucking beyond anyone's expectation, like astronomical, mm. right? It's almost like everything else was putting in fuel in the rocket ship. And GTA 5 was the fucking rocket ship that went all the way to Mars. Come on, man. GTA 3 was the rocket ship that went all the way to Mars. What are you talking about? GTA 3 was the... the... Compared to 2, you're a psychopath. No, it, it was a giant leap, of course. But like, just think of the, the cultural reception and the longevity of GTA 5. Maybe. I still say it's 3, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Three. Okay. Sorry. Three. Three is the pinnacle of GTA. Everyone. Sorry. I, I <laughs> no. No. Th- no. They're like as as a progression from two to three. Like genuinely, as as a kid, Jonesy, going from that, you're talking it, like, about blew the most my profi- mind. You're talking about the most profitable single piece of media, not just game media. Obsessed. Obsessed with money. You are all obsessed with money. Not not cultural. Not cultural well, impact. It's all about them greenbacks, baby. No, I reckon. But, so- G- I reckon GTA three shaped the industry for. 50, 60 years to come. I mean, it did, it did kind of create a genre, right? Like, yeah. Oh, it that's... created the open world, like driving around in cars in cities. It literally created that entire thing. It created the GTA, GTA clone. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah. It created every every yeah. game that cloned it for years to come. But um, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. GTA 5 has been, it's like the biggest version of that thing. Yeah, it's, well, it's it the biggest version of giant. anything ever. And then GTA, G- but un- unfortunately, I suppose we have to be honest and say it's GTA Online, which is the real, yeah. which is a shame. Yes, no, you're, 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 not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but the, the, the pressure must be immense. The pressure oh, must be absolutely that's... fucking immense. And it's almost like you have to think to yourself, <clears throat> GTA 6 will never reach that height purely because of the expectation put on it. Yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, I think there's a point where there's there's a ceiling that the expectation will like pass through that ceiling but that ceiling will be where the, the standards max out for whatever reason. And I think one of the things that's caused that is that one of the things that's interesting comparing the sort of the two areas that you guys were talking about, like the GTA 3 and the progression following that release, and GTA 5 and the progression following that release, is the expectations. And to a certain extent, the way Rockstar has been able to live up to those expectations has increased exponentially. And it's so easy to forget that GTA... Three GTA Vice City and GTA San Andreas, all three of those titles came out in four years. Like <laughs> yeah. Grand Theft Auto was almost an annual title uh, in the early noughties. Um, and and that's the thing that exponential increase just led to. Be- and it, the demands of the open world changes, the demands of the storytelling changed, and the demands of the scope and the scale, and everything changed. And like Red Dead Redemption Two felt like a title that for me lived up to those expectations, not necessarily by the skin of its teeth, because that sounds more negative, but it was like, wow, they took the longest they've ever taken and spent the most amount of money they've ever spent. And I think they justified it, but my God, where do they go from here? And I, I don't know what that yeah. GTA is. Like. It reminds me of when Psy released Gangnam Style and you sat there watching the views <laughs> blow up. And it's like, this guy has made the single biggest YouTube video in history and he hasn't released another song since. Like he can't, he can't do it again. There is no Gangnam Style 2. Like, Sai has peaked, and that's it. He's you just peaked. have to accept it. And it's about, like, 
creating the best possible parachute for yourself you can. And I'm not suggesting yeah. GTA 6 has to be a parachute game for Rockstar, but they'll be thinking that on some level. Like, if nothing else, you have to avoid embarrassment. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. going to sell as well as GTA 5. Those numbers will never happen again, in my opinion. Um, but Do you really think so? You really think I can't? I, I, I think there's a chance that GTA 5's numbers are never repeated again in the history of video. Well, that's a stupid thing to say because I think the number of people who play video games is obviously going to drastically increase over the course of decades and so on and so forth. But I think, like, relative to the number of people who own the consoles that GTA 5 can be played on, I don't think that's going to be repeated, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So if, like, the ratio of, like, console gamers to copies of GTA 5 sold, I think it's a ve- especially at that price, at that retail price. So ignoring free-to-play or cut... Pro- I know there's a lot of caveats that I've just made to an outlandish statement, but... Um, there is a part of GTA Five success that is, I mean, it 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 it's nine it's nine years old, and we won't be surprised if at the end of the year it was like, oh, it was the fifth best selling game this year. Oh, Nothing's right, yeah, ever yeah, done because, that before. Because nothing's ever is. done that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost sad in a way because because GTA Six, even if it's really good, will almost feel like just a sequel, even if it, even if it's not like a direct sequel. Do you know what I mean? Like it won't feel like a, a paradigm shift in the way that. Like four, like you were saying, Chris. Like four to five was. I don't think there's anything they yeah. can do to make it feel like that. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, they they, they can't. I, like, I, I it's think, almost impossible. Games haven't come on far enough. Like, yeah. exactly, exa- yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. I think games, the only the way clear to put path it, games is, haven't come on far enough. The only clear path is this, right? It, effectively, you emulate the GTA Five formula, in a way. Not not necessarily talking about like the story or whatever, but what you do is you you have a story with multiple protagonists, and yeah. then you expand it to a GTA Six online. And then that's just where you live. Well, I think we we sort of talked about it before, and I think one of the things we guessed at, which I I still think is a strong contender, is that it's almost like that departed situation where they do a two play a, a two character thing where you play as a cop and you play as a, a villain, and you sort of jump between the two of them, and there's a relationship, whatever. Man. And then the online thing kind of follows in from that, where you can have like police and and criminals, and it's sort of you know. Yeah, it, it's hard, man, with all the fucking... Like, I don't know what to believe anymore with all the fucking leaks and rumours and speculation about what that yeah. story is. I, I just think, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be GTA. Yeah. yeah. And that's I, the I, only thing you can and I think when, when, <laughs> yeah. I think when people adjust their expectations following release, I think that's kind of all it needs to be. There's a part of me that, without sounding too reductive, just thinks all GTA, GTA 6 needs to, be, needs to be is big and good. And yeah. people just kind of like, <laughs> even if it's not, you know, the be all and end all, people will accept it for what it is and enjoy it. Bro, I reckon, and, and this is not, not on the cards, it's not going to happen, but like, if they ever had to say like, <laughs> pull a, pull a Black Ops 4 and be like, yeah, there's, there's no single player, campaign. it's just, it's just GTA Online, but GTA Online 2. I don't, oh, like, don't even it, it, it joke. Would be, it would be dog shit, it would never happen, but I guarantee it doesn't matter. It would fucking, it would do well. Oh. I think it would do pretty well. I don't think they, it would they do read they, they read that EA social tweet about, <laughs> and then they uh, cancelled their online what, their single what player. What fucking dinger! Do, do you reckon the the social manager of EA got fired for that one? There, there, there was nothing wrong with the tweet. It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. It was like nothing wrong with it. But people could, people can't handle EA like doing like. This is yeah, the thing. But- you know, it was a kid on a, it was like a kid's social manager person who's probably like 19 years old who made a joke, but then because it's EA, everyone like was like over all the comments underneath it and like the uh, the ratio was horrendous of yeah, people but, just but- going like 
but don't laying think, into them and it's it was just a shitty joke. It's, it's almost kind of like you know like we we could we could make a joke about a sex dungeon and fine it's a joke about a sex dungeon yeah as soon as joseph fritzel makes a joke about a sex dungeon it's like mm. but now imagine that it's not joseph fritzel imagine that it's like a, a million people connected to joseph fritzel and they all work for Joseph. And they all worked for Joseph Fritzl. And anytime any of them make a joke about anything, everyone's like, "Have you forgotten about what Joseph Fritzl did?" And you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, EA can be scummy. We know that. But you also play thousands of games that they've published over the years. Like, like someone just made a joke that you didn't think was funny. Just get Dude, over it." Have you seen what Andrew Wilson looks like? He, he like <laughs> he he is the devil on earth. The, the, a, a gorgeous looking man by all means. But you look into those dead eyes and you're like. He he's tortured some interns, <laughs> do, 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 and now the interns getting laid into because of the tweet. Well, that yeah. I've got a tinfoil hat for this that you guys oh. are probably going to like. Uh, okay, so oh, hold on. First off, first off, some context for for people who don't know what that tweet was. I realize we, you know, we're, we're coming in with the pre-assumed knowledge. Uh, yes. EA put out a tweet. Is what, I've what got it here in front of me. They said there are ten, but they only like playing single-player games. Which is a riff on the current like meme format of like there are yeah. ten like oh there are ten out of ten but and then but some, the, this yeah. is something bad about them yes. so basically saying that like single player games are bad notoriously coming from no no that's not the but that's not I don't think that's the joke that I is think the joke was one hundred percent the joke no that's not how I read the joke Mate, you're, the you're, joke you're, is the joke is there are ten planet. I'm not the joke to me that that joke is there are ten but they play single player cam- games which means that you can't game with them because you want to play multiplayer games with them. So you can't play over them because they're playing single players. Chansey, you know what's fascinating about you? That's how I read that, that joke. I feel that like, that, you, that's were, like you were living in a tangent of the real world. That is how I, 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 I love that I love that about you. Because but, imagine if, 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 if it's what you said, which is what a lot of people took it to mean. It's a lot almost of people like you're taking to, a, a diagonal view look at something. <laughs> it's because a lot of people took it to mean there are 10, but there's a fl- their floor is that they play, they like single-player games. That, that's but what the meme I, is. Am I mistaken here? That, am I going crazy? Am I taking crazy pulls? That's what the meme is. The, yes, but what I'm saying is you can see, you don't have to stick 100% to the meme. I took it to be there are 10, but they play single-player games, which means it's a negative because you can't game with them. Are so it's still insane? a negative. It still fits the meme. Are you insane? Meme. If there is a meme going about, and, it still fits and, the meme. And, and, and How does it not fit the meme? And a corporate company takes it, takes it on, and does their riff on it. They are following the format of that meme. How they're does not, it not follow the not, format of the meme? What do you mean? How? Like I, what? What, what Jonesy's saying is that if even in the format of the meme, the implication is that playing single player games is a negative character trait. Yes. They won't game with you. But Jonesy's saying that there are multiple reasons why only playing single player games could be perceived as a, um, as a negative character trait. Like uh, one surface reading of it is that, Oh, single player games are bad. Therefore this person is dumb. Therefore it's a slight on the fact there are 10. Another reading of it could be that this is bad because of the reason Jonesy said. That's what Jonesy's getting at. But I think this is not a tweet that... This was like this was a bad attempt to jump on a bandwagon. I want to hear Jamie's yeah. tinfoil hat anyway. I want to hear well, the tinfoil yeah, hat. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah, say yeah, this course, isn't yeah. tinfoil hat that I, like, I've put on. Like This is actually like a, a story that has legitimately done the rounds and been picked up on. And in fact, I'm getting the quotes I'm getting from um, NME. Um, that basically... NME? Yes. Following the posting um, where EA were kind of uncertain of what to do and how to react to the backlash they were getting, uh, there were conversations that were had in internal Slack channels uh, with other internal studios uh, where managers were asked to, quote, 
workshop replies where EA Studios would publicly ridicule their publisher online, i.e. like like the official Dead Space account might reply, like quote tweet it and be like, oh, oh right. like blah, blah, blah. So, so to turn it into a positive social media spin for the single-player studio, internal studios at oh, EA. Um, but apparently managers uh, didn't like that plan, and so they simply resorted to an apology, which was, quote, roast well-deserved, we'll take this L because because uh, play, sing, playing single-player games actually makes them an 11. They, yeah. they, probably, they yeah. probably did the, the right thing in terms of their response. I'd imagine yeah, they no, went I, the yeah. other way. Like they yeah, could have made just... it worse if they tried to if they tried to like style it out. Like I think it could have yeah it could have just gotten worse <laughs> and like they would have seemed even worse for trying to go. No, it was all on purpose. It's, it's just a Bristol saying it's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a joke, bro. Bombed out. One, one standout reply to the post came from Bioware writer Patrick Wells, which bluntly stated, quote, thinking about working until midnight for the better part of a year to help ship Mass Effect 2. <laughs> which is like, yeah, kind of rough. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. another came from former employee at the now defunct Visceral Games, Zach Mumbach, quote, this is the company that shut my studio down and laid off 100 great developers because we were making a single player game. Single player game. Yeah, exactly. No, but see, that, no, not exactly. That's no, it, the, the social media exactly. person that, that put that tweet up didn't shut down Visceral Games, and Visceral Games weren't closed down because they were making a single player game. It was like there's it's, this is the well, thing. There's no, shitloads that goes into it. Hold on, you you could say that yes, they were because of EA's documented shift to service only games at that time. You you I don't think you could say it's because it was single. It was a uh, single player. I think you could say. They looked at it and they said, on balance, we don't think blah, 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 profitability, blah, blah, blah. But it's not just going to be, actually, we don't like single player games anymore. Like, I don't think, you know, I don't think that would be an accurate representation. But the idea that it wasn't this social media manager that closed them down. It's, it like wouldn't this, even be a social media manager. Do we know it would be, a, it would be, be like a, a fucking a intern, someone with a, you know, like a year's experience. In, I genuinely in felt sorry for them because I was thinking, like, this kid's 19. They thought they were joining in with something and now they've just got literally rinsed. And now they've got to go to, they've probably been called in because yeah. like, they're probably at home and they've been called in and they're like head in their hands. Like, I thought I was just making a joke, but now yeah. it's like the kids all excited to jump on a trend, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I, I do feel bad. Like, yeah, that, that I, I hope nothing bad's happened. You know, I hope ah, they'll be, no, they'll be fine. I, I hope I don't, they Wilson fine. didn't flay his skin, you know? You don't get fired for that. Nah, you just get your dick chopped off. Yeah, exactly. By Andrew Wilson. <laughs> Nailed to Andrew Wilson's door. Yeah. See, Andrew Wilson's Got actually, he's the type of, the, what's the Terminator from um, Terminator 2? The T-1000. T-1000. So yeah. yeah, he's a T-1000. He just turns his entire forearm into a blade and chops your dick off. That's what Andrew <laughs> Wilson does. I like that. That's cool. You've seen this boy. I, I like to think that what he did instead was a t- bit t 1000 again, but... He just got really close to the intern and he just absorbed them into himself. And then no one, that was it. No one ever saw them again. But yeah, every now the... and then, when Andrew Wilson sneezes, uh, out of his neck pops out the face of the intern. Like, <laughs> it's just me. screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and then just this bit is like, and just put out, what was that, Peter? Andrew Wilson is like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Didn't see anything. When he takes off his shirt and bends over to like pick something, there's just all these little faces of all these people no, that he's absorbed over it's, the it's, years. It's fucking, screaming. it's, what's his name? Quaid. 
<laughs> Wait. <laughs> what is that thing called? What? Watto? 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 Not Watto. It's not Watto, but yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, we uh, we diverged there. Well. Uh, we're talking about GTA. <laughs> I can't remember what it's... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. What, what would GTA look like if it was uh, published by EA? <laughs> no single player campaign. Um, like you said, just just online. No, I'd, uh, it would look exactly the same. Yeah, because they, lo- cause they like probably... to make money. It would look exactly the same. Yeah, it would, it would, be, it would be online. Multiple, except it would be like the IKEA pack on GTA Online. Yes, yeah. and and, and, and the- uh, werewolves. And there, there would have been one really random uh, game that came out in like 2015 that was like janky as fuck because they were forced them to uh, build GTA and Frostbite. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh, fellas, what are we doing with our lives? Uh, and what are you doing with your lives, listeners? If you're not supporting the Super Show, talk about all this bullshit. That's right. You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. And keep the meandering going. Keep us talking absolute bullshit as best as we can. That's right. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. Show your support. You get access to our Discord server for as little as $2. And hey, we've got some cool stuff coming up on um, on our Patreon. That uh, Quarry playthrough that we did is going to go hopefully live soon, fellas. As soon as I can <laughs> find the time to edit that like fucking three-hour video. But it is going to happen sooner rather than later. Hopefully, I can get around to it this weekend, put it up. Um, but yeah, for as little as $5, you can get access to a bunch of Patreon-exclusive content, including like behind the scenes, some archive stuff from ATG days, um, some Patreon-exclusive podcasts even. So, you know, go patreon.com forward slash super show. Show your support just like these fine ladies and gentlemen that you see named on screen right now with of course a special shout out going to aaron cameron athletic gravy bill caesar brimstone cole k ice nought rock salt jesper camdal nielsen leo Merger, mindful pig mr anthropic nathan Piers, neil to girl's dream of prosthetic mustaches daniel pastors guild scary omen and of course the big boys brett z aka shellshock Doppler, Geometric Potter, oh my god, Hacksaw Book Read, Manuel Donut County Stand Guerrero, and Peaswad. Now, before I continue any further, I need to see what I've done wrong because I had fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum snickering in the background. <laughs> what, what, did, I, what, did I say one of the names wrong? No, I'll tell you later. I have to tell you off the podcast. Oh, it's one of those, yeah? Yeah, it's one of those. Fucking hell. Ease Louise. Ah. Oh. Anyway. Just, it might just be in my head. It's probably just the way I, you know, what, you know what? Sometimes Chris, my imagination runs wild with things, and I was just laughing at Jamie's face. Yeah, Jamie, oh, right, Jamie. okay. If if it didn't occur to Jonesy, then it's probably exists solely in my head. But it's still it's an off the podcast matter. It's possible. It's possible. Okay, fine. Well, you know what, Jamie? If you want to be like that, be like that. But then why don't you at least tell me what you've been playing? Sure. You spoke. Oh, God, boy, is it a desperate times, desperate measures, Chris, because I haven't really been playing anything that interesting at all. I will say I have finally been able to catch up with Jonesy, um, although not yourself, sadly, with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's 
It's called Shredder's Revenge, right? Or is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Shredder's Revenge. Revenge. I had a moment there of like, have I written down the right one or have I written down like Turtles in Time or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> as Jonesy, much to his frustration as we were playing, I don't really know anything about the Turtles. <laughs> I think I can say all four of the names, but I can't say who's who. Um, who, are you, who are you playing as? I don't know. What, what uh, color? It, it, I had a nunchuck and I think I was orange. Yeah, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Okay, there you go. He's a real cool dude. Yeah, he he um his power. So they have a button that you can press where essentially you uh, refill your power bar and you're able to do your special move. And they will have a little animation. Um, and my guy did a little shuffle dance, which I thought was very cool. Um, very but on then brand for you. Yeah, but also slightly more on brand was one of the guys uh like squats, turns his back to the camera and starts eating pizza. And that is a move I like to frequently pull out as well. It's just kind of like yeah. Wouldn't that go, be Michelangelo as well? No, I, think that? That was, I think that's Raphael, I think. That was what Jonesy, was that, or was that what Steph was doing? Steph was doing, but then because I, I was Donatello and Donatello like sits down, pulls out a calculator and starts going. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's Weird. cool. Like that, that kind of surmises the, some of the, the, the charm and the throwback appeal that, uh, that TMNT has going on. I think Josie talked about it a fair amount last week. And I, there's nothing I can really add to that conversation other than say that even with uh, having little to no nostalgia for classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games of old, or even the IP in general, it's still a fun beat 'em up slash brawler with you know a slightly more developed move set, and it doesn't quite get into like fighting game uh, combos territory. But there's a little yeah. bit more going on with the move set than I thought. Um, environmental variety is fun. It has that thing where like every couple of levels where you think, oh, I've been punching a lot of people, and now you're on a jet board or whatever like a hoverboard <laughs> or whatever I, that, I, again i don't know the show or the whatever it even nice. originally was so but yeah it's cool uh, um, how would you rate it uh up against what was it streets of rage 4 that was like a few years ago so i you know i had a good time with streets of rage 4 um like, i know I think you even referenced it while we were playing i think you well, yeah because said, cause, cause you uh, played it with steph didn't you that's right i played it through with steph and obviously there aren't that many games in that sort of old school beat up genre being made nowadays and so I think it's natural that you kind of refer, you know, refer back to each last one you played, you know, and I, I had a good time with Streets of Rage 4. Again, had no nostalgia for uh, even that genre to a certain extent, because it's something that kind of didn't really bridge the gap between arcades and then early consoles and stuff like that. Like growing up the PS2, you weren't playing a lot of side-scrolling um, yeah. beat-em-ups anymore. Uh, just kind of had died out to a certain extent. And... Um, for that reason, they both occupy a similar territory in my mind. I think what TMNT has going for it is a little bit more of that in the charm. Um, mm. a, 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 I'm not going to call it self-awareness because it's not really self-awareness, but it's just a few more nods um, or what I gather or presume are nods to um, to you know, other elements within the TMNT universe. There are even characters that Jonesy hadn't heard of and we were looking them up and they were like, oh no, we, they were in this part of the show or they popped up in this one episode. And so... There's clearly um, a lot of love that's baked into that experience, and um, it was on Game Pass, so yeah, free, baby. <laughs> so we played it. So we played um, it. Did you guys finish it? No, no. Uh, I think from what I remember, I think we're about a third of the way through or so. Um, so because we said about uh, finishing it off, um, and maybe one more session, maybe two more sessions, so we could probably finish it off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We played about an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. That's- um, um, that's kind of, kind of tracks with what I've heard. I've heard it's like a two and a half, three hour experience. So could be. Yeah. If you were to tell me if, the, if we did the same length of session again, we'd be at or near the end. I'd probably, yeah, I'd believe you. Um, yeah. 
You're the so, other thing. There's only, there's only so much you could do with that kind of formula, right? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. exactly yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to do an, another entry in, in Double Dragon. Then I'll be fucking all over it. Double Dragon was my jam. I mean, never say never, right? Like, clearly, there's still some audience for these kind of throwback titles. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah, yeah. The only other thing I played this week, though, was obviously Fall Guys recently went free to play, and. Um, I, I had not played it since it's gone free to play. I also don't think I'd never ever played the uh, native PS5 version. And so I was like, okay, let's check this thing out. And it was partly because I think, as I discussed before, I had this idea in my head that in the two years since we played our allotment of full guys, they'd just yeah. been adding more courses and adding more variety and adding more content. And then I'd go in to find a drastically different looking game. And in in some respects, it was very different. Like the UI and the UX uh, have changed a lot um, in those intervening two years. In so much as that, like, hey, surprise, surprise, it feels a lot more like a free to play game now. Like that main menu, <laughs> like not even like the sort of the the, the the menu that you start the game from for a better way of the home it. screen. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is just cluttered with like here's where you can go and do this, and here's where you can click and see an advert for that, and here's a Here's where you can go and buy that, and here's how much of this currency you have and that currency you have, and here's all the the challenges you can you do this week and the challenges you can right. do this month, and here's your season pass, and here's this other season pass, and um, <laughs> it's one of those games now. I think the thing though that and that stuff doesn't distract me too much anymore. I think we've all built this sort of like innate ability now to ignore the parts of a UX that just aren't relevant to us when, especially yeah. in free to play yeah. titles. The part that was disappointing is I played a, a handful of games um, and. Um, in my first two games, on one of them, the first level I did was the first level you always used to do. Like, um, well, one of the ones you always used to do. Um, it was the one where, yes. like the the penultimate the penultimate challenge was you're jumping for all these circles with a big stick that comes the big sticks yes, that come yeah, around yeah. slowly and stuff like that. Um, I again, like I did the the one where the two big sticks are going round. Um, and the first two final challenges I got to back-to-back were both um, Full Mountain or whatever it's called, like that OG one where it's just like, right. oh, oh, you run to the very end. No, 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 the one where you run to the end, the crown, it's going up, and balls coming out, and you jump and grab oh. the crown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, it is no, what no, I want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so okay. it's like this, uh, the, I remember this one and like that honeycomb dropping thing. I think they yeah. were like the only two in the game at the start when we played, and like it's still the only one I'm getting, and so I'm not sure there if was, there's elements there where it's one... like, Sorry. No, there was one where you were split up into two teams and you had to like, and they like golden balls and there was tails or something. And yeah, there was a, there something was a, like a, that. There was, yeah, there was one where you had to grab a tail off someone else and like have a tail when it ended. There was one that was like Rocket League, so it was like football basically. Yes. Um, yeah. There was one where there was like three teams and you were trying to uh, get your ball to drop all the way to the very end of a hill and like stop yeah. other people's balls rolling. Like, I didn't right. see that much of those team ones in my time. I guess I was just bummed out that like one of the uh, end games that I remember being like one of the only two that I played two years ago was for a point the only one I got playing two years later. And I don't know if there are weird rotations around maps and maybe I timed my return to the game poorly or if maps are sort of split up into different sections because now you have to outline whether you're playing solo or in a group or duos and all that kind of stuff because it's far more equipped for co-op than it used to be. Um Yeah. But yeah, um, a bit of a one of those weird returns where I, I don't really know what I was expecting, and I tried not to get my hopes too high. But I went back to Full Guys, and it was Full Guys. 
and the maps that were there two years ago are not only still there, but you will still play probably more of them than you'd like to. Yeah, right. yeah, which is yeah, that's disappointing. It was the um, team. It was the uh, the team maps that I never quite, I never liked. Like I, I liked it when you the individual like everyone against everyone ones. It was the ones where you had to like get the tail and stuff. That I must admit, I wasn't as keen on. Yeah, the football ones. Yeah, I but agree. Not surprised to hear that it's just the same game that it always has been. It's just now free to play. It's not yeah. that surprising. But hey, I mean, free to play seemed to have worked out for them, right? They put out a tweet. Yeah, was it today, yesterday? That said um, that they've hit 15 million players. Like, mental. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, clearly, that's, clearly that's... something's going right. Like, with all the criticism, sure, something's going right. But I remember when they came out, it was such a big deal because they had such a smart strategy of kind of launching it and and with the streamers and the keys and. Well, they know, did the, the temporary free to play thing on you. PlayStation, didn't they? When it first dropped, because then because you could play it, was, it yeah, launched as a PS Plus game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they did a lot of things right, and then there was a lot of remember there's a lot of fucking like hope and talk about it, and they had this thing where they auctioned off some of the ideas for costumes and the biggest charity they do the costume whatever. I mean, they must have done that. I, they wouldn't be around if they didn't do it. Um, but yeah, like. It's just kind of it, it's kind of like this thing that's just there now, and it's like, yeah, okay, it's full guys. Yeah, I don't know. But, oh, in I'm, some respects, in I'm, some respects, good for them, right? Because like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Us sitting here two two years later and going, yeah, it's it's there, it's full guys. Is still more than we occasionally gave them credit for at the time, where like people thought that this game would be uh, dead on arrival, and it's couldn't I, be further I, from it. I was probably the loudest voice of us when it came to that. I was like, it's good, but it's gonna fizzle out and die and etc but yeah man yeah like fair play to them they 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 created a game that was always fun just maybe not full of depth as maybe we were wanting but yeah. you can't fault them for that it's not like they released a bad game no far from right. it far from it there i think they they nailed everything they're going for i just again what i all i can really talk it to is my experience returning to the game after almost two years away and kind of how much a thought might be different versus how much is not as to the, not to the game, you know, overall. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of get that recently with like some reason that's been popping up in conversations and stuff, but, um, among us, it's just like, hmm. also still this thing that's just kind of like rundling along. Yeah. I'm I know sure even less like, about that. Yeah, but I'm sure it's still like fucking wildly popular, but yeah. it just doesn't it seems to have like well, just disappeared and it's but what I'm saying is like I, I'd be I'd be watching streamers or whatever and they'd always like reference it or mention it or I'm just hearing fucking those words over and over again recently. I don't I don't I, know why. I tried to watch an Among Us stream maybe a month ago and I there were parts of it I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. Like this is clearly a new mechanic or a new rule set or something, but like there was like there was right. at one point all the um all the characters and all the players I guess had roles and they all had different titles and like there were like people who would like I don't know that people were given certain privileges almost within the game as a result of the so it wasn't just as simple as like are you uh, the murderer or are you innocent it was like there were other yeah. people and like yeah it was very confusing and some yeah. people could see whether other people were something else and like yeah I couldn't quite keep up with exactly what was going on just after a it's glance wrong, but. And they've announced uh, Among Us VR as well, obviously, which is an interesting kind of take on things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, like, are, are any of the big streamers still playing that? 
I think it's one of the, those things where they do it every now and then, but they'll do it because they've all unanimously decided to do it at the same time. And so yeah. you have one night where 10 big streamers are all playing it. And, you know, for that reason, they're all going to be fine. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I don't think that game is unpopular enough that people don't watch their favorite streamers play it. Like it's clearly still extremely popular. It's just maybe not as in the mainstream. Um, I'm that makes sense though. Like it, it's had, it had a massive, massive like summer or year. Or oh whatever, yeah. And then, you know, everything kind of goes off the boil a little bit. But yeah, I, I still hear people talking about it. But like you said, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in the, anywhere near the sort of just general people playing it like they used to. But it's, it's a weird thing with games like that as well, because as you try and improve on them and you add new rule sets, like you were saying, Jamie, I wonder if part of the problem is it almost becomes, it loses that uh, global accessibility. Like I tell you who I all still hear loads of people talking about among us is um, like kids at my son's school. Right. They're all young. Right, yeah. And I wonder if, like, kids like that, the second they make it more complicated, they're just going to get them just going to stop playing it as well. They're probably going to stop watching their streamers play it as well because it's almost like a, um, it's less accessible. Like I said, it's less accessible. And if it's less yeah. accessible, they don't play it as much. But you keep the audience, you keep the core who do play it playing. So it um, must, be a, must be a difficult one. I'm just looking at the director on, on Twitch. And I was doing that on, as well. <laughs> yeah. They're on one, two, three, four, the fifth uh, row. At the very end, just just above Elden Ring, but behind the quarry. Yeah, I mean, like I think like, I think there it puts them in the top forty, right? Games. Uh, I mean, I'm that's still pretty maths, good, right? Is still right? Still not bad. Yes, yeah, yeah. Given um, how tiny they were when they started, that's still pretty. That's still pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm just trying to see. So, so the the biggest stream on at the moment is three K viewers. Right. You know. I guess so. Yeah. And that's one of those things where, like, a, a big streamer um, will have a sweat. Like, because you mentioned the quarry is right above it at the moment. Like, looking yeah. at the quarry, the quarry is boosted by the fact that the biggest person playing the quarry right now is almost double the size of the biggest person playing Among Us. So, like, yeah, yeah. basically half of the quarry's total numbers are coming from one dude at the moment, a Polish guy, weirdly enough. Um, and then, we're, yeah, so. Yeah. Interesting, very interesting. Uh, the f- biggest game on the entire on on Twitch right now, Jonesy. Can you guess? It's pertinent to a conversation we've already had today. Teenage Teenage Mutant Tales. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly, you smashed yeah. it. You got absolutely two hundred thirty nine thousand people watching people doing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role play right now. <laughs> role play. Yeah, role play is the big clue. Like this is the reason why this game is still massive on um, Twitch, primarily. Uh, oh. Are you seriously struggling with this, Jonesy? Oh, what, what, are uh, you uh, being? Uh, uh, it was the one you're saying we have just talked about it. Yes, it's pertinent it? to a conversation we've had today. It's massive oh, on Twitch uh, because people do role play in it. How many games could this be? I'm sure, I don't want to get it wrong on the first, on the on a guess. I'm trying to think. I think, I think it's, it's well, okay to. I'm assuming it's going to be. It's going okay to be. I was going to say it's going to be Fall Guys or GTA, but. I don't know. I mean, go, go with your gut. I'd, G- I'd say GTA. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But, re- but then I was thinking like role play. What are they role playing in GTA? Oh, bro. Oh my God, R- RP servers on GTA Online is where it's at. GTA so RP are- is massive. But so, so what do they do? Like someone says, I'm a cop and then you're a, and I'm going to, yeah. me and my but, boys are going to chase you down and arrest you. Like, is that what they yeah. do? They they have like specific servers that like have their own built-in mods to like, so that they've got their own, you know, like, 
like currency and economic systems. They've got like items that don't exist that in the game and I, inventories and stuff. Like. And yeah, people you know go when you're and, so removed from something that you're like, how does that? I I genuinely am like, I don't even get it. I need to yeah. like go and see how that works. Yeah. But for for yeah. your information, in terms of games, not categories, but just games, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven. The eighth most popular game is Fall Guys at the moment. I yeah. thought Fall Guys would be up there just because it was new and free to play. But GTA role role play that is a yeah impressive. I'm, I'd love I'm, to see the different the most popular roles that people like to play. <laughs> I mean, it, but a lot Twitch. of it boils down to yeah, cops and criminals. But like yeah, yeah, and doing silly shit. I'm I'm well, quite happy to see that Apex Legends is the second most popular game. Oh, it's okay. nice, it? nice to see. Huh? Oh, Apex! I thought you said Epic Legends. No, Apex. Yeah, it's it's GTA GTA Five, which will be GTA Online, Apex Legends, League of Legends, Valorant, Fortnite, Counter Strike. That's the top. Valorant. Wow. Jonesy. Yeah, like a Valorant denier. Yeah, your stick of like not believing Valorant's popular just dead game. It got old a long time ago. Dead game. One hundred thirty-six thousand viewers on. (laughs) Dead game. Um. But funny enough, I see uh, way down on this, like towards the end of the second column, is Warzone. Not surprising, but also kind of surprising. What's the what state of Warzone? I heard that like they, that a lot of the cheats have just gone free, and it's just like destroyed the fucking game. Uh, oh wow! I, I can't really speak to much of that, to be honest. Uh, again, uh, mostly playing on console, I didn't get too much of the cheating experience. Especially now, our group is kind of fractured a little bit. We don't have as many people on PC that we might play with where we'd have to turn crossplay on and experience um, those downsides. I, I can say that they're trying, that after the, the, the nightmare and the mess that was the launch of the Caldera map, they've done a lot to try and improve the quality of the game, and they've had a lot of cool ideas. Um, and they did launch an entirely new map this season, actually. Um, not a big, big map like Caldera or Verdansk, but one of the new uh, smaller maps um, yeah. that they do. Um, for me though, it, it's just lost, lost a lot of its appeal because I've fallen off. I've fallen off like keeping up with the guns and keeping up with the meta and keeping up with like just basic map knowledge. And the other thing that happens, and Chris, like I'm sure you've experienced this plenty of times over the years with Dota 2, for example, which is that if the total number of players playing a game drops, the percentage or the concentration of high level players increases uh, because they're less likely to stop playing, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So, like, if, you know, uh, yeah, I don't need to do the numbers. Yeah, but. C- currently Dota is the next game behind Warzone, so. Right, there you go. Uh, and so, yeah, it, I was going to say it could have been a, like a, could have been a weird placebo effect, but that's what we were experiencing as we were going back in and being like, we feel like noobs now because we don't have the good guns and we don't know this map at all, but the people who are still playing Warzone every single day are the people who are most committed to being very good at Warzone. There aren't many people like us who are like, Oh, let's go and have a random like dabble in a game we haven't played for six months, yeah. um, and so we get shit on for an entire it's night. Also, and we're like, why do we also, bother? It's also in that weird position, right, where it's like they've they've fucking stalled pretty much on on meaningful meaningful Warzone updates, and they've announced Warzone Two. So it's like, yeah, exactly. And so you know that nothing you do now, nothing you unlock, especially yeah. nothing you purchase, like has any relevance beyond this year now. Yeah, it's interesting, man. To be fair, those people that are really committed to it are also really committed to their um, sex pillows and their OnlyFans <laughs> accounts. So, you would, I mean, who is I mean, Josie, I played Warzone for like 18 months, basically every single day. So just be careful what you say here. Yeah, You're and- who I'm talking about. 
And he dry humped <laughs> his sex pillow like every single night afterwards, okay? It's a Garris so. Vicarian sex pillow, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, <laughs> his old right. lizard, lizard head. Oh. Yeah. Maybe you should see the things he can do with that tongue. Oh, <laughs> oh, lovely. Lovely. Um, moving swiftly along. Oh, no, I, I, have a, I had a, I had a question. But while you're on that, twi- while you're on Twitch thing, I did have a question because I saw a story and I was like, "That's interesting." Uh, hey, the the numbers for uh, Battlefield 2042 apparently are <clears throat> actually pretty healthy um, and surprising a lot of people. Um, especially, <clears throat> I think someone compared it to how well the multiplayer for Halo Infinite is doing, which was apparently much worse. Um, this headline I saw, which um, yeah, if you still got it open, that would be an interesting one to see because obviously. We quite everyone um, thought Battlefield would sort of die on its ass pretty quickly, mm. and it kind of hasn't. I can't. Oh, they both did. I can't, maybe, I can't but, see it. But it's also always it. interesting okay. with these things to like the creators, the creator swing, which is that like again, this might just be the the channels that I'm tuned into, but I feel like I'm weirdly enough like more familiar with hardcore committed Battlefield creators than I am Halo creators. Right, and so if like if the people who are never going to stop playing Battlefield are just more popular online than the people who are never going to stop playing Halo, then you could have a bit of a built-in disparity there that's not representative of the overall popularity of the game. But then obviously that's a you know fringe case. Although I'm with Chris, I'm not I'm not really seeing anything at the moment. Um, um I mean I'm I'm pretty far Halo down. Halo Infinite has 1.4k viewers, which is low. Um, that puts it uh between Yu-Gi-Oh Master Jewel and V Rising. Um, for reference, where, where is this fucking game? Am, am I just missing it? Maybe. Oh no, it's there. It's, uh, got Battle of Twenty Forty Two is eight hundred and thirty-eight oh. viewers, which puts oh, it between wow. The Last of Us One and Hearts of Iron Four. <laughs> right. I was just trying to find it on Steam to see what the Steam concurrents were, and neither of them seem to be on Steam. So. Yeah, so basically right. on, on Twitch, neither of them are doing well. Halo's doing better than Battlefield, but neither of them are doing well. Hold on, it's, it's not even on Steam, though, is it? Is Halo which, Infinite which even game? on Steam? Is Halo Infinite on Steam? Uh, uh, no, it wouldn't be. I don't I, think or, so, would it? or is it? Because it was... Oh, no, it is. It is. It's because it it's free to play. Like, That's what I was wondering. About. I was like, would it be? But it is. it is actually is on Steam. Dude, but. I mean, Heroes of the Storm, Steph's favourite game, that dead game has more viewers than Battlefield 2042. All right, uh, that, that uh, headline uh, must have been a bit of a freak. <laughs> uh, that must have been a freak day when uh, it was doing particularly oh, well. Dude, the eFootball Pez 2021 season update has got 947. Like, <laughs> but again, like Pez, that, 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 that could be one popular Twitch streamer who's just like, I only play Pez, and he has to go live, and he's, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's the weird thing about Twitch as a <laughs> No, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right, because 910 viewers are watching one stream. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's so yeah. true. How that can a Twitch can just really look really strange like that because one yeah, person. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch is weird, man. Like, as soon, like as soon as you start going past like the second row, maybe even the third row, then it's like all bets are off, really. So I just need to get in contact with one of the, one of the top ten biggest streamers on Twitch, and I need to convince them to play Evolve, but even though the ser- servers will close down, and then we can get it to be one of the biggest Twitch games of the year. That's I mean, what we hear me out, sure. Jonesy. Evolve roleplay. Evolve roleplay. Yeah, I like evolve it. Evolve RP. But you yeah. play as the monster. <laughs> you got my roleplay as the monster. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like it. And if you break RP, you get banned. Yeah. Okay, go on, Judge. What, what have you been playing? Do you know what? I've I've done something dangerous. 
Um, so I've played a few games. You set up a firework um, in your bedroom. I did that, and then I played some games to make it more exciting. Um, a Catherine mm. wheel. I set one off right behind where I was playing. Uh, no, so <laughs> so I um, got onto the PlayStation Plus, um, as I said last week, uh, and I sort of had a bit of a delve into it for the first time. Um, so I, I've, I started playing Returnal, which was... Um, I've played a little bit more of that this week. But one of the things I wanted to try was the uh, the trial system and the way that PlayStation Now on Plus allows you to download a game and play a couple of hours of it. So um, I've played two hours of like four different games. <laughs> and uh, it is enough, a, man. it's a dangerous system. It is really, I'll tell you for why. It's because I can absolutely see to a point. So one of the games that I have been playing and I've played, I played for about an hour was um, Biomutant, which was mm. literally today. Um, much better game than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. yeah, much more interesting story, much more interesting world. Um, the combat's kind of simplistic, but it it like looks the game looks really pretty. It's got a much more kind of like pseudo uh, Japanese um, or like Eastern uh, martial arts kind of influence, which I had no idea about. Um, yeah, and and it cuts the, some of the combat and some of the story really enjoyed. Thought it was really good. Then made the mistake that I left the get left it on. Pause. Oh, you ran out uh, of your thing. Yeah, I've only got five minutes left now <laughs> of the two hours. So realistically, I'm like, if I want to play more of this game, I have to actually buy it. I have to actually put money into it. Um, so I can and or, I, I or it might just be on Game Pass or something. No, no, like I, I mean the uh, dangerous, not that game, but the dangerous is in that's what they're going to get is going to get you to do all, all, uh, all different okay. games. So okay. for example, um. Because Biomutant, yeah, is one that you can play on Game Pass, but then uh, Hot Wheels is another is Bi- game. That... Was Biomutant on Game Pass? I, I thought Biomutant was on Game Pass. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it did go to there. Maybe it's gone now, or maybe it's still there. I feel like I, I would have played it if it was. Um, one thing I, I thought it, there, was, there was a way to get Biomutant, I remember, specifically. There was a way to get Biomutant. But... I thought there was because I remember thinking I might play it and then thinking, actually, I don't think I'm going to. And then I saw it on well, the, uh, the, the, Trials, and I was I, like, oh, yeah. I'm I don't know it. if this was good what you say, but I was like, one thing I was going to point out was that the next-gen version of that game comes out in two months. Like the, oh, it's right. It's going to get a PS5 and a Series X re-release in September. Um, which is, yeah. But I don't recall. I feel like I would have played it if it came to Game Pass. Unless oh, no, it it's not. C- You're right. No, no, it's not. I've just maybe checked. It was, I mean, maybe it's it was Epic Game Games or something. I could have sworn there was a way to have played it. From one of maybe the it was at one point. maybe it was like a maybe it was like a, a Steam uh, week at trial weekend or something. There was definitely some way you could play it because I was thinking yeah. of, I was like oh I might play that and then I didn't. I can't remember. I can't remember. I clearly was. missed out on that. I think maybe it was a weekend or something. Um, but no, as uh, so yeah, Biomutant really enjoyed it. Thought it was thought it was really good. Um, but then uh, played some Hot Hot Wheels as well, and my kids were playing Hot Wheels, and that is a fun ass game as well. But and you know another game that I was like got to the end of the two hours and my kids are like oh can we uh, can we play some more Hot Wheels I'm like no because it's a trial and now it's ended and it's I can just see it being a really dangerous a very clever idea from PlayStation but a potentially really dangerous um, yeah for, uh, for wallets everywhere Hot Wheels looks fun man but I, yeah. I remember I remember when it came out and it was like there was a bit of a controversy around it because the way that they did some of the upgrade system or the like currency whatever it was that people were just creating these like infinite loop tracks for right to like farm currency to farm currency and it was just like destroying the online play oh i see it's like basically you couldn't get in you couldn't get into any lobby that was like an actual race because it was all fucked but then that was yeah that's another cool one and i I, the the trials so i've all i've downloaded the trial for uh tiny tina's 
uh, Wonderlands. Haven't played it yet. Um, but again, like it's another one that I've, a game that I've wanted to play and was like, oh yeah, let me do the trial for it. Um, yeah. And then I can, yeah. And then, you know, if, if it's really good, obviously. So I, I think it's a great idea. I think that's a great idea to do that as a trial thing. It's dangerous as anything. But I also saw something, I did something else this week. I did watch something. I watched Jurassic World Dominion, which mm. was kind of panned and slated across the board criti- critically. Um, I thought, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was too bad. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's, when I say pretty good, I don't mean it's as a film. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen <laughs> Jurassic Park, Jurassic <laughs> World, if you like that whole thing, then there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like service to the fans there's a lot of like nods to past films there's a lot of things you'll see and you're like oh yeah oh, that's that's a good oh, i can like though i like they've done that um too probably too much probably to the detriment if you don't get it if you don't get all the references i can imagine it almost would seem a bit odd yeah if that makes sense like there are certain shots which the shot is a shot for shot remake of something from jurassic park but done in a, a fun interesting way but i can imagine that if you didn't get that's why they were doing it you just think maybe it was bad direction is that where you think the the kind of like critically panned element comes in? No, no, I think the critically panned so, so the the poor element of the films is what the new stuff. <laughs> so it's not I, the fans. I think Jonesy acknowledged it quite a little. Where he said, "I thought it was pretty good, but it's not pretty good as a film." And I think you could have just left the review. <laughs> so because it, it's a weird, it's weird, it's weird. It's good in the sense of is it. It brings well, it, together all the characters it, it, that you've like from that world, and it puts yeah. them all together. And they and there's they have scenes where they like Alan meets um, Owen and Claire, and, and and Ellie like rocks up and sort of starts chatting to Alan. You, oh, this is really cool to get everyone together again. Yeah, no, and but then they go and they, they meet Malcolm shit, because they don't have any ideas. They don't have a good film, but they're like, oh, but if we bring all these people together, then all the fans will go. Ooh. It's like whenever, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's literally you're, that's that's they what makes keep that's, getting away with it. It's no, it's they nostalgia, can't. Nostalgia they, they can't. I agree. Yeah. It is. It absolutely is. But um, so I was chatting to my brother because my brother and I saw the first Jurassic Park film at the cinema when it came out back in '94, and it was one of the first films I remember we both thought were as incredible, and we like talked about it for ages. Um, that was an amazing film. This is like not. But then I chatted to my brother about it, and he liked it in the same way that I did. Um, but he went to see it with a, uh, another friend of his um, who's a bit younger, and she had. She was like, "I didn't like it. I didn't think it was, didn't think it was very good because she didn't have any of that nostalgia." Um, but some I, of it's wonder, some of it's just bad. Like some of it's badly done as well. Like some stuff is a bit crap. But I wonder if, um, like, what do kids feel about it? Do you know what I mean? Because like you're saying about going to watch the first trailer, and I, I'm the same. I went to go watch it in the cinema like fucking multiple times, yeah. costing my parents lots of money because they're like, <laughs> I want to see this movie. Um, Underwhel- I think I'll- kids will find it underwhelming because actually, really? do you know what? Do you know what? There's not that much of is dinosaurs. Oh, that's bullshit. The, so in the, in the sense of, uh, all, at least with all of the other movies, the, the main elements are the dinosaurs. The main elements in this are not, I would say, are not the dinosaurs. It is the human characters, and it's the human story about, like, it's, it's the corruption and, the, you know, the, uh, the dodgy guy who's trying to do the dodgy thing becomes the main element, whereas that was always yeah. a secondary thing in the other films. It's almost like a primary thing in this one. Yeah, in the, and the dinosaurs like a, are a catalyst for all the chaos, right? Right, right, and so and even they've scaled back like the um the the dinosaur specific. So if you think of like Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World, like the Indominus Rex is like the main big bad in the film, and then you have the human stuff on the side of it. This doesn't have that. This doesn't have a main 
big bad in the Jura- well, dinosaur. Have, what is they championing the Gigantosaurus? Giganotosaurus. The Giganotosaurus. And the um, Therizinosaurus as well. They're barely in it. That's, oh man. Like, you see, I get, I get annoyed about shit like that. It's like going to a fucking steak <laughs> restaurant and ordering fish. If like, I had to, if I had to guess, the amount of time, the amount of on-screen time for both of those dinosaurs, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to spoil everything to anyone. I'm giving you an honest opinion of someone who's seen it. <laughs> it's literally like probably under two minutes. That is mental. Like they are, they are not that prominent at all. I tell you, completely aside, there is. I really liked. I don't know. I don't know the actor's name. The guy who plays the main sort of bad guy, who is this mod, who's a basically Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, uh, all those kind of like like tech company billionaires push it put into one. He's like the who's the guy who now runs Apple? Like uh, Alan Alan Cook is it? Alan no, Cook? No, is not Alan Cook. It's not Alan no, Cook. Not, not Alan Cook. Tim Cook. Tim. Tim. Tim Cook. He, he, he's like this actor has put all those characters, and he's really Tim, good at it. Timmy, he's Timmy really Cook. good at that. <laughs> like he's his his portrayal of that character is wicked. Oh, like, I genuinely dude. like it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's done okay. a good job of, and it, and he acts it really well. I genuinely enjoyed his performance as the conglomerate tech billionaire. But that's yeah, most of it is is apart from the fan service stuff is pretty forgettable. So unfortunately, but there you go. That's me. That's you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. uh, fellas, I have been playing some games. I've been playing Elden Ring, but I'm not going to talk about it because like bang that drum. N- nothing much to say. Just kind of like fucking around in the game for a bit. Not not even pushing the story along yet so yeah when, when i got something more substantial to say I'll, I'll update on that but what i do want to talk about is it was my birthday on monday so that that was a lot of fun yeah because you know good food cake always always good things um i got a new microphone but i haven't had time to set it up so fuck it you know maybe next next week um but i did manage to go watch top gun maverick and uh yeah everything you guys said about mm-hmm. it 100% agree. An amazing film, kind of like very throwback, but at the same time, very, very 2022. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, ironic I, I, in a way, comparing that to like something like Jurassic World, which got it wrong, to yeah. Maverick, which got it right. Yeah. 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 The one thing that I found really interesting about uh, Top Gun Maverick is like, yes, there is a good element and a bad element. So the forces of good, the forces of bad, but there's no, no antagonist in this film. Which I found really interesting. Yes, it's almost like yeah, face antagonistic it, it, forces. Yeah, yes. it's, but but not even. It's not. It's not even like. It, yeah, it's they, they, like, they never name a country, right? They never name a country. No. The 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 country is doing something it shouldn't be doing. Sure, but it's also like, but they're just a country doing things. You, you know, like it, it's this interesting thing, and I think that's why it works so well. Actually, it's just like it's this like. If you distill the story, and I don't want to go into like what the story is, because if anyone hasn't seen it yet, I mean, you should fucking see it. Um, but if you distill what the story is, it's so fucking simple. Like you could write it out in like three sentences. I tell you, what's funny because I was I was thinking just then when you said it, like in the original Top Gun, they talk about the MIG. Uh, I can't remember what, what version it is. They would talk about the MIG as being like the enemy aircraft, like yes. MIG, 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 and yeah, so which at is least. Russian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Russian MiG. So at least you can say that. In this, they they just reference fifth generation fighters. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. kind of leaves even leaves it more like stateless. Yeah, in that sense, because they just keep going fifth generation. Which I got annoyed of how many times they said fifth and, generation. And the enemy fighter. fights pilots. You never hear them. You never hear any, anything no. uttered by any of the enemy. 
You don't see any flags. You don't see any um, uh, e- even the visors of the fighter pilots like they're just all blacked out. I yeah, feel like they it, did that in the original as well, but at least in the original there was there was a sense of you kind of got the impression. Well, it was an impression. It was like Russia. They just didn't say it yeah. overtly. Yeah, but, this, the ultimate, right. but the ultimate bad guys in the original Tokan were the, the the guys selling the faulty jets, right? Effectively. What? The whole thing was like the guys were selling jets that weren't that they had some critical error in them. In the original Top Gun? Yeah. There was no faulty jets. Yeah, mate. Like, that, that was the whole... You've literally created an entire plot point which doesn't exist. Is that how um, Goose dies? So. No. Yeah, because, yeah, because that... Yeah, because it was a fault. And then it was... I, I don't, yeah, there's just a there's just a fault in his eject in the uh, the ejection. There's not a fault in the there's not a faulty. No, 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 there's but, a but, the, conspiracy the, 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 plot. The, the, no, but it was because it was the military contract that, that was given to the Top Gun. Were uh, was all these faulty jets, and then that's why they had such issues. I'm no. sure that was it. No, man, you, that's amazing. You've created. I'm gonna have an to go entire, back and watch this now. An entire plot that doesn't exist <laughs> in Top Gun. That's mad. <laughs> I love there's I love that there was a South African version of Top Gun where they're like, hey, uh, we've got these faulty jets. <laughs> the, uh, if we uh, make a lot of money, South African. Apparently, we've uh, we've tracked down the guy that sold the, sold I'm them to sure. us. No, I'm gonna look this up. No goose. So <laughs> they get into a flat spin off the when uh, Iceman pulls out because he won't take the shot when he's chasing yeah. Viper. Is it? And and then the jet spins out and they pop the canopy and then he tries to he, he can't eject because yeah. he can't um he can't and reach he, the handle because the spin and yes. he launches into the roof because he's not yes. clear of the canopy. But there's yeah. no fault. I'm sure there was something to do with the fucking jet. <laughs> there must be a that, scene that they that, cut that, out. At, at this point, that we've chased away all of our fucking uh, <laughs> no, you like, can't. No, we haven't. Everyone's there, now. Everyone's in, comment and, and everyone's in the comments going, either going. Jonesy has forgotten the entire scene of Top Gun, or going, "What's Chris talking about?" Well, yeah, this is this is the thing, right? Like, it's it's either or. I love the idea. There's a conspiracy thread in Top Gun that everyone missed, and I'm kind of thinking that, like, at the end of the film, they're on the, like, they find out the truth. And they're on like some kind of like a navy base, or maybe it's even a fucking uh, aircraft carrier. And then these guys are like trying to run away. And then what? Okay, you know what's happened here? You've blended together two films. What film is this that you're blending together with Top Gun? Sure, that was Top Gun. I think okay, <laughs> it's, either, it's either one on of two scenarios. Base. It's either one of two scenarios. Okay, either I am absolutely correct. Okay, no, you're not. Or. Oh, so, so it's either I'm correct and you're wrong, or no, that's you, not, you are correct, that's not, have, and what I am happened. doing is I am remembering, like, a spoof of Top Gun. Oh, maybe, like, uh, what's it called? Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Or whatever. I love it if you're remembering Hot Shots, thinking that is the story of Top Gun. Mate, I mean, I'm another year older, so, you know, um, dementia's kicking in, so. To be fair, you've, it's probably been a while since you've watched, I'm guessing, since you've watched uh, Top Gun. Oh, yeah, like... I don't know. Um, I watched it three weeks ago, so I'm pretty sure that I'm right. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, but then again, like uh, like I said, you you experience the world from a fucking tangent, so who knows? I want to know if anyone Thanks. can let if anyone can let us know in the comments down below what film Chris is thinking of. I would be interested because I don't know what that film yeah. is, and so I'd like, like to know. 
If it is hot shots, I'll be be well embarrassed if it was hot shots. (laughs) I don't think it's hot shots because hot shots is just like a spoof, isn't it? Why would they add the whole weird subplot? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was just it's just kind of like it it always struck me that there was a weird thing about fucking Top Gun. I was like, oh, multi planes, military contracts. (laughs) It's like okay, (laughs) fine. No, um, that, yeah, none of no rewatch Top Gun because yeah, it's been a that there's no story in Top Gun. The story of Top Gun is pilots take their shirt off and fight in the air. That's literally the story. The <laughs> the biggest plot point in Top Gun is like he goes and spills coffee on the man in the tower of his flyby. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. that's like the biggest um, story point. But yeah, I, I, other than that, like the the reason why I haven't had much time to play games other than a little bit of Elden Ring was. In the past week, I watched the entirety of the latest um, season of Stranger Things. The the amount of irony that drips from that sentence is like <laughs> balls my mind. I haven't had time to play any games because I've watched seventy three hours of television. Is basically what you just said. Yeah, yeah, but how can I watch seventy three uh, hours of television plus play games? Here's a here's an idea. You don't watch that seventy three hours of television because you stop watching TV shows when they turn bad, which Stranger Things did a long time ago. Even if this season is apparently good, uh, I'll tell you the season's okay, and, and I and I, I kind of feel like that about that, that blows all of the seasons more. except for the first season, which is pretty banger. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, it's a fun distraction, and my wife enjoyed it, so fair enough. But the other thing that I did was meet up with you guys yesterday at time of recording. Um, and we had a, a little bit of a delayed happy birthday to me, um, hot wings and stuff. It was fun. It was good to see you guys. It was good, in, man. It was really good. In yeah. the flesh, IRL and Martin Ruffle from the Just Interesting podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's all you got to say, yeah? All right, fine. Fine. Absolutely, you know, like, which It was. Do you know what? It was a very good time. Enjoyed myself a lot. Ate lots of wings. Got to chat to you guys, which was pretty wicked. I know I had to then skedaddle a bit early, unfortunately, right before you guys started playing some games. And, uh, oh, yeah. We went to an arcade go. bar, which was, was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, and I also found out that uh, Jamie doesn't like uh, iced tea. So. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I, I think it's more than just I don't like tea in general, which, <laughs> to be fair, in this way, it's really kind of stupid. I knew that before I drank iced tea. But so much of what I was used to was Lipton, like peach iced tea, which I now realize isn't very tea adjacent at all. And yeah. the more tea adjacent iced tea becomes, the more it tastes like brown bread and cardboard. I I did enjoy when Jamie tried it and then was like, oh, I was like, what's wrong? And he went, it tastes like tea. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the hint is in the name. <laughs> but then yeah, to be but... fair, he did. He did then say, I usually drink the. He's as he just said. Then he said, I usually drink the Lipton peach iced tea. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, so that's it's, yeah, that's it's why. Just, that's a just flavored thing. That's just flavored piss water, really. Yeah, flavored piss waters. It turns out then very nice. Tea, not so much. <laughs> right. Anyway, talking about nice. What is nice is we finally got a fucking release date for God of War Ragnarok, according to the podcast document I am reading. <laughs> that is the new name for it, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> That's uh, the Alex Jones special right there. But yeah, we we finally got confirmation after like uh, much speculation last week about what exactly happened with the rumored announcements and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it turns out, guess what, guys? There was a PlayStation blog post and a tweet announcing uh, a release date of uh, 9th of November, along with a a sweet, to be fair, CG cinematic. Showing off uh, Fenrir, the giant wolf that brings about Ragnarok. 
Hell yeah. Which is a bit weird because Fenrir is Loki's kid. Yes. Well, yeah. And obviously you found so, out at the end so of God the, of War. So is the World Serpent, right? Oh, and the World Serpent as well, yeah. And and isn't the horse, the horses as well, the 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 eight-legged horse? Gleipnir. Is also his kid. And obviously you found out at the end of the last one that Loki is... Well... Well, but potentially. You, you find out you find out that the giants refer to him as Loki, and it's what Laufey wanted to call him. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. You see, I think it is. I think it is Loki, and I think what happened is that this kid was uh, learning about his body, exploring his body, and just like laying seeds fucking everywhere, just impregnating the world. I was like, "There's a sleeping wolf. It's going to come on it. There's a, there's a horse going to come on it. There's a snake going to come on it. Are you are you sensing a pattern here?" Lots they should coming. have. They shouldn't have called this Ragnarok. They should have actually stolen the name from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film and called it the Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> I like it. The Which, by the way, come. in that movie, they never explain what the Secret of the Ooze is. It's the same as what Jonesy alluded to. Yep. Just hot, hot dripping cum. Yep. Oh, except Jonesy's is green, like, uh, like bioluminescent green. <laughs> why mine? Well, well, I've seen it. What do you like? Come on. I was trying to make you grow massive and grow fur. I'm sorry. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Wow. Yeah. Freak. But no, the um, I do you know what? I stick by what I said before, though, which everyone's going to probably be annoyed at. Even though we've had a release date, we had a CGI trailer. <laughs> I still think that we're going to uh, not see it this side of 2022. To be fair, Jonesy, you know what? Uh, nothing is ever a done deal, as we understand from gaming. Um, you know, we've had plenty of games with confirmed release dates that slipped so by all means yeah. uh pre-orders are now open there are collector's editions there is that uh rumored yotnar edition where i don't think that the... i don't think pre-orders are out yet i think they're uh next week i believe it's the 15th they go yes. live yeah that sounds right yeah sorry i, I stand yeah. corrected so i just um, just in case anyone rushes off from the <laughs> podcast to go and pre-order and yeah. it's like fuck you chris Chris, lie to me yeah you well, can't uh, wait to know what i'm doing because we've said multiple times on this podcast don't pre-order anything ever exactly I, that's exactly what i was going to say you should not be pre-ordering so fair enough i i, I his this is when jonesy backtracks everything he said in the past to try and find a way to pre-order <laughs> the god of war ragnarok <laughs> uh well, well not the game actually uh, so. uh, yeah i had an idea which I would like to bring back giveaway, giveaway live, which I used to call it. And one oh. of the ideas I did have was to bring back giveaway live and to give away the Jotnir, Jotnir, Jotnar, however you say it, the Jotnar edition of uh, God of War, uh, the collector's edition. Because I, I watched the um, unboxing of the two different editions. And I thought yeah. they are pretty cool. I think it might be a good thing to like give away. I think they're pretty cool. I just don't necessarily like the design of, of uh, Mjolnir. Yeah. It's just yeah. a, little, a little bit too bumpy on the top. It just looks a bit weird. It's a bit lame. For me, it's less the design, and it's more what do I do with a giant one-to-one recreation of Mjolnir after I've got over the excitement of only a one-to-one recreation of Mjolnir. You finish I'm... the game, you take the you take your balls, you put them on a table, and then you fucking whack them. I mean, I could do, but then I've still, after that, I've, I, still, like, I still remember the day when I was moving house, and I stood over my mantelpiece above the fireplace with a black bin line in my hand, and I took my iconic nine-inch Aiden Pierce from Watchdog statue, and I threw <laughs> it in the bin. So there, there, there's a massive thing of that 
is an absolutely massive problem of collector's editions is they're obviously trying to do something and make it special and go, oh, you know, this is really cool. But I think one of the problems is they put together the collection of stuff they have, which is actually quite cool, right? So, for example, I think the things I liked with this, the two little wooden statues that you get um, with both editions, uh, the collector's edition and the Yotnar edition, like they're, they're, they're fun, they're cool, but they're kind of like Jamie said, they're something that in a few years' time you're probably going to bin. Yeah. You get some car, like nicely carved dice, I think, which are wooden dice, which that's great if you do into like tabletop gaming, or whatever. That's a nice little touch. Yeah, but you think, don't want to pay the the amount for the yacht night edition just for like some fancy fucking exa- dice. No, but that's yeah. what I was going to get at is is you've got all these nice little things that you get like the cloth map, um, and also the sound the uh, soundtrack on vinyl stuff. They're nice things to have, but they're not worth anywhere near like the amount of money you've got to drop for one of these editions so then they're like well how do we take this to the next level and they're like i know full size scale replica of mjolnir and it's like that is crap though isn't it, it, <laughs> well, it it's it, good but it's but, crap. but, but, but the, the, the hint is in the name it's collector's edition stuff right like it's for collectors that yes. will put it on their shelf and their <clears throat> excuse me their gaming room their streaming rooms whatever it is as a display piece Put it there and never fucking think of it again. Yeah. Like, and I know, fair, I know, I know people who live that life who like you have yeah. in their gaming rooms or with their studies or whatever it is have like it's set up to, and they have some really cool collectibles. Like, like um, my friend Adam, PlayStation Grade, he used to have loads of really cool stuff around his working place. I always remember yeah. he had the the um, uh, the the uh, the arm, the red uh, like uh, robot oh, arm Metal from Metal Gear Solid Five, and I was like very jealous of that. Yeah. See, though, but like, but that's, I, it's cool in that environment. Like, I could see it in that environment is cool, but I know that if I had it, it would just be like in a cupboard because I don't have anywhere to display it. Yeah. It's just going to be. But like, that's, that's, that's buying into Chris's point. So, like, hey, case in point, you're clearly not one of these collectors, so don't spend probably £200 on this. Oh, which I absolutely wouldn't do, which is why I thought what I might do is if I start a giveaway again, I'll do it as a giveaway because then actually people who do want it. I don't have to have it, but I can give it away and say, like, you know, people actually want it, but who can't afford it, um, would yeah, be able to decent, get it. Man. You're, you're going for that good karma. I like it. Nice. I like to, I like to buy stuff and give stuff away. What can I say? What was the, what was the last collector's edition you, you guys uh, have purchased? Damn, it's been a while for me. Um, I used to do it more often. Mm. Trying to think. Yeah. So yeah, we, got I, sent a cu- we got sent a couple of collector's editions uh, as all-time gaming. And the best one I remember was for Mortal Kombat 11. We got like Scorpion's Mask. That was. I cool. could tell you what the last one I bought was, and I gave it away. No, okay, but that doesn't count. Like for yourself. No, it does. I did buy it for myself, but then I gave it away, which is the Pit Boy from Fallout 4. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I bought that really stupid one for um, Watch, Watch Dogs. Dogs. I bought the GTA 5 one. Um, Right, yeah. I bought the I Destiny did. Destiny one one. I don't think I've bought yeah. one since I lived in this house, which okay. So like seven years yeah. at least. You were I did you were pre order Cyberpunk, the the yes, uh, collector's yeah. edition, but then I cancelled it. To be fair, that was a cool collector's edition. Like that statue, even now with the game being crap, like that that yeah. that's a cool statue. It's not crap. Well, Jeez, ah, I've got like strong. a weird, I've got a Cyberpunk statue, but that's obviously like. That's the other thing about like not no longer buying collector's editions is that if you're in that YouTube scene for long enough, like we were, you do just get sent stuff. And now I've just yeah. got like there's loads of like I've got, still got like I one of the things I rest my drinks on, Chris, is a it's a <laughs> Shadow of Mordor snow globe. 
<laughs> oh, I had one of them. I had yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. weird. Just you just end up with random tat that yeah, like yeah. it ends up being used as exactly that, like a, like a like a like a drinks coaster or a book um, bookend yeah, exactly. or bookend. that kind of stuff. Do you know, know what I was really tempted to get the other day was, yeah. uh, and I'm so glad I didn't. I think it was like fifty quid, and I had to would have had to have imported it from like Japan. Was the um, the figure of um, Sam Bridges from Death Stranding, like the oh, what, the, one the, with the all Figma. the different. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Sorry, James. Sorry, my God. I was going to say the cool thing with Death Stranding actually was the replica BB. No. <laughs> what the full, like a full the full size one? It wasn't yeah, full was, size. I think it was half size. Oh, half size. That was the that was the um collector's edition. edition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, Jamie. You were you were tempted to get the um red red dead. Yeah. Red Dead Two. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead Two was like one of the points where when I didn't buy that, that's when I realised I'd kind of given up on that side of things. And like part of it, the reason I knew is because Red Dead Two was made even more appealing by the fact that they had a version of the collector's edition that didn't include the game, which gave me the peace of mind of I can get the game digitally and know I can play at midnight on launch day yeah. um, and still yeah. have this thing arrive in the post maybe even two days later. But it was almost like, well, hang on a second. Then two days later, I'm going to get a box through with a poster I can't put on the wall, like a deck of cards I'm never going to use, like postcards or photographs that I'm going to look at and go, oh, cool, and then put to ones. And so it just kind of became this thing of, like, the more you looked at those things in isolation from a game that you've already started playing at that point, it just didn't look worth it. And, yeah. like, yeah, I remember I remember the the, like, the I remember the Death Stranding collector's edition, I remember the God of War collector's edition, and even the God of War PS4, which I was like, well, maybe I just buy that, maybe I just replace my PS4. Or my PS4 Pro, or whatever it was at that point. Yeah. Um, but digital ownership has changed that a lot as well. Because yeah. I, I think I've told you guys in the past. I remember GTA um, Five. Obviously, at that point, I wanted the collector's edition, and I also was entirely physical. Um, and so I bought two copies of that game to make sure I played it on launch day. Um, uh, and like uh, now, I go digital because like. You can the so few places can guarantee delivery the day before, and digital yeah. lets you start playing the night before. It feels like, and yeah, so exactly. it's like if I'm buying well, it digitally, and, and then I preload and all that, so it's exactly. convenient. Yeah, and so yeah. it's just made collector's edition seem a little bit like why risk getting the game like the day after it comes out or something like that if it's yeah. something you're really hyped for. Hold on, Josie, didn't you get collector's edition of No Man's Sky? Um, I think you did. No, right? not the with the replica with the replica plane. ship. No, no, I got the one below that. I I got the still book, uh, with the art, like the art book, the postcards, and all that sort of stuff. But I didn't get the the full collector's edition that came oh, with the no. ship and this things. One you did, yeah. No. You guys want to know the, the last collector's edition I got? Yeah. And to be fair, it was it was Elden Ring. No, I, I I would be cool for the collector's edition of Elden Ring with the statue of uh, Millennia. That would be pretty cool. But um, no, it. Fucking hell, showing my age here. Diablo 3. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah. But it was a pretty pretty sick collector's edition. Yeah. So one thing I want them to include in the collector's edition, I'm literally looking at right now that they don't include, is I, I would love them to have included, like, the side panels for the PlayStation 5 in, like, a PS5 edition. But they, they just don't do, do that. that. Yeah, they That'd should be wicked. do that. That'd be cool. Because then it's, like, actually, like, get some uh, benefit use out of it. Or there's a cyberpunk... PS5 covers here. That'd be wicked. I'll be up yeah. for that. That'll be wicked, yeah. They'll match your mm. chair. <laughs> sell out. Corporate sell out. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, that's... that's. 
Japan. God of War Ragnarok. It, it's exciting. But how, but at the same time, like we were when when we were thinking about like um the snitches tweet about it that didn't come out to be I'm not gonna go into the speculation of what actually happened, although you know we do have some clarification on that. But we always thought it was going to be revealed in the state of play. And the most 2022 thing of just being like, yeah, here's a blog post and a cinematic. And yeah, that's what you're getting. I'm sure we'll get a state of play about it soon, but I would have thought that they would have tied it all together. I don't know. What do you guys reckon? I mean, if you'd asked me a good chunk of time ago, like uh, the nature in which I I thought we'd see God of War Ragnarok again and how they were going going to kind of, roll out um that game in the run-up to release yeah i probably would have positioned a state of play in there somewhere because they've shown a trend with you know horizon forbidden west and ratchet and clank rift apart and so on and so forth at some point saying hey here's you know 15 20 minutes of this game just running um in real time and letting you see what you're in for um but then again nothing about god of war ragnarok's uh promotion and marketing has been predictable at this stage you know the timings have been strange and what we've seen and haven't seen has been has, has been at times unusual and so yeah for for as much as a state of play kind of made sense if you go back to last week and look at what the likes of tom henderson or the snitch or jason Trier were saying it became clear that this wasn't a state of play it wasn't even a gameplay trailer like i know people like to think like people can think whatever they want about what happened last week but everyone who commented on it was 100 percent right they just got the week wrong we, so yeah. we knew that, that there wasn't going to be. Jonesy's pulling faces. Well, I'm, I'm going to. They were one, they I'm, were one hundred percent right, gonna, but they I'm, got the week wrong. Uh, Jonesy, oh, you I'm, mean they were, you mean they were one hundred percent right about what they was going to yeah, be in it? I'm not the yeah. time wrong. To go oh, back, go back and listen to last week's episode. But yes, we knew, <laughs> like we knew that this was going to be a blog post. We knew that there wasn't going to be even a gameplay trailer. Right. We knew that there was going to be a collector's edition and a Yotnar edition, and we knew it was going to come out in November. This was just the confirmation of all the things that were meant to happen last week and didn't for some reason or another. Um, I just don't, re- like, like we were talking about, I don't know what happens from here. I firmly believe um, that it comes out on this date. Like, I, gen- I, I again, anything can happen, like you said, Chris, but I do quite firmly believe that it will, it will hit that date. Yeah, I'm uh, with but- you. Although, although it, we did say it was kind of weird that um, the 9th of November is a Wednesday. 9th of November, November is a Wednesday, and that is a weird one. Like... Yeah, especially because like eleven, uh, the the that Friday eleven eleven isn't a nice date. Has a good ring to it, and also a Starfield's old date, which would have been a yeah. nice little gut punch. So I don't and, know and why the they didn't just jump. In- jump interesting that. thing I I heard about that from a bit of an insider is Todd Howard was so set and really really trying so hard to have it eleven eleven twenty two because he has he has his reasoning, okay? Because it doesn't matter where you are in the world and how you format. Your dating, oh, right, I see. It, it's the same day. Whereas In other words, it's like month, day, or day, month. It's the whereas same this has already right. created confusion because people look up the 9th of November and they're like, well, this is a Wednesday. Is this is this in game coming out in yeah. September? And they flip it and they're like, well, that just makes sense. September either. 11th. I mean, yeah. yeah. We've we got to stop, start flipping the narrative there, fellas. You know, take a negative, turn it into a positive. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that it would do it for me. Like, I'd remember we, I and think- never forget. We were yeah. saying that obviously it's um, that Starfield was supposed to come out then, but uh, Forspoken's was supposed to come out then as well, and Forspoken's now been bumped. <laughs> yes, yes, surprise, surprise. Yeah. I like. I I I feel like Jamie wrote this uh, podcast document because it says yeah, I didn't. seemingly related. You didn't. I did not. 
Oh, this is even better. I'm, I'm, I'm actually insulted that you think I wrote. <laughs> Never mind. Well, okay. How would, how would I? Okay. You know what? The, the, yeah, I, I, I swear this, this sounds like you to me, but actually, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so this is what it says on our podcast document. Okay? So someone wrote this, and apparently it's not Jamie, it's not me. wonder who it could be. And it, it reads, seemingly related, a Twitter post has announced that for Spoken, the ultra-realistic air-running uh, fuck-saying Gen Z girl dragon game has been pushed back to January 24th, 2023. Accurate description. If I had written I, this, the T in Twitter would have been capitalized. That would have been a hyphen between <laughs> ultra and realistic. And okay, I wouldn't fair. have and I wouldn't have written the words fuck saying Gen Z girl dragon game has been without a, even a lick of punctuation. <laughs> you make a very good point. Uh, Alex Jones is uh, his strong points are many, but <laughs> grammar is not one of them. <laughs> Mr. Mr. gets uh, tripped over by a comma. Um No, but the reason I thought it was you, uh, Jamie, because you and I kind of tend to probably come down on the same feeling on Forspoken, whereas I think Jonesy is a lot more keen on it. No? Am I wrong? I don't know. I think, 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 think you might be misremembering. On it. Uh, am I pulling another Top Gun? I think you might be. <laughs> no, I, I think we were, were all... I thought, pro- I, think well, we all... I thought you were well amped for this game. For Forspoken? No. Like, Forspoken <laughs> to me looked like a... Um, we were saying it looked like one of those... Um, uh, Unreal Engine Five like show demo show Tech pieces demos, where it's, yeah. like, it's not really a game where it's the the transversal seems like ludicrous like there's no it's like she's not even in the game she's like almost just um uh, overlaid over the top after the yeah. fact and they're like how do we get her to move around just have her run through the air it's like, yeah yeah that yeah, works for some re- as the developer he's like for some reason her feet keep clipping through the ground it's all right <laughs> I'll fix it she's floating <laughs> yeah. now she's flying okay she can run in the sky. Okay. No, well, I, fair, fair enough. This, this I, game yeah. to me seems super weird. Like, I think this game, from what everything I've seen so far, I'm like, it probably needs another five years of development, like, to make it the game that it probably should be. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird one, man. Uh, weirder still is that, like, here's Joji talking about needing another five years of development. But when you look at this, and as much as we joke about it being released um, the same week, in fact, two days after God of War Ragnarok, Square Enix have called it a strategic strategic decision. And if you look yep. at their full post, they're like, oh, yeah, the game is 100% done. We're just polishing yep. and bug fixing and all that kind of stuff. We just, we'd just we rather put it out in January. Yeah, which is a fair fucking thing. I Especially guess so. in, our, in, our, in our post um, uh, cyberpunk world. Like, yeah, sure. I like that they say, because their post says, as a result of ongoing discussions with key partners. I'm like, that just makes me go, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, the, that, that key partner is the fucking partners. CEO of, of Sony going uh, uh. I, I mean Sony and Square Enix are in bed on a number of different matters there, there oh, may yeah, well have been totally. a thing where they were like hey we're, we're going to release our game two days before yours like if you guys want to budge up then that's totally cool with us and they were like yeah, yeah cool um, yeah man the but problem, hey, according I, to Jones it won't matter God of War Ragnarok's going to get delayed and uh, and the Square Enix going to get you know, look, look if, stupid. If, if it gets delayed, I'll only accept it if it gets delayed on January twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. No, I, I, so, I, so what I've said all along is it's going to get delayed until Feb, like probably mid Feb sometime. And so, which case means that Forspoken's supposed to be coming out Jan twenty four. Then uh, God of War is going to come out of a new release date of Feb, and then they're going to go, <laughs> and then they're going to like, are you going to see another blog post? 
As a result of even further ongoing discussions with key partners, we've decided to push this game until March. Josie, I'm I'm curious, okay? It's almost like the overwhelming amount of evidence pointing towards the game actually coming out at this time. What is making you so sure still that... Is it because you think that we still haven't, quote-unquote, haven't seen gameplay? It's because we haven't... Yeah, it's basically that we haven't really seen anything past the first trailer that had gameplay in it. Um, We've seen nothing. I'll tell you one thing that changed my mind a little bit this week was um, seeing when they did the reveal of the collector's editions, they actually did, and the unboxing, they had the actor who was Thor, like, to do it and to, and to like, reveal stuff. And I thought, I did think, even though they haven't shown the gameplay, if they're to the marketing point where they're getting in the actors from the games to come and do stuff, they're obviously far enough down a line. And then it actually, and, and a conversation I had with you guys were, um, over your birthday, Chris, was something that actually then was like, actually, that's, maybe that's an interesting t- a bit of a turn of events, which is that Thor Love and Thunder, the, the Marvel movie, um, came out really recently. And so what we were sort of saying, what I was saying as well was then was um, it is actually completely possible that one of the reasons they haven't pushed the game anymore is A, they don't need to, because if it is going to come out, um, they've got plenty of time um, still for the, you know, the marketing, whatever. And B, they can wait for some breathing space after the marketing for Look, Thor Love and Thunder because they don't, it's an unknown quantity. And what they don't want to do is is sort of do their big announcement, their big reveal, and it kind of gets messed up because let's say Thor is one of the biggest things everyone starts talking about, which is an absolute possibility. What they don't want is any online crossover where people are getting confused about stuff and some of the the, um, the trending is like Thor is trending, but you don't know if it's trending from Thor Love and Thunder. You don't know if it's trending because of the game. And I think maybe they just want some some space. And I was like, okay, you've got the actors doing PR stuff. You've got Thor Love and Thunder coming out, which is now, I think, is it is it this weekend it comes out or next weekend Thor Love today, and Thunder comes out? It's today. out today in the UK tomorrow or, well, time that this podcast will go up in the States. Then you get the whole thing of Corey saying, um, I want to show you, but I can't. It's not up to me. It's higher ups at Sony. So then if I put all of those things together, I'm like, okay, I, I, I can get behind the idea that they're totally ready to go on everything, on a state of play, on gameplay, on everything. But what they don't, but they just want to wait and they get some breathing room. And I think as well, um, Jamie was saying, when we were out as well, that there was um, talk that they wanted to get clear of uh, the Roe v. Wade thing as well. They wanted to like not get caught up in political, um, you know, political stuff going on. They thought, no, let's wait. Let's give it. Which, and all of that makes sense to me. All of yeah. that makes sense to me. So. I, yeah. I think when you look at God of War Ragnarok, and I'm, so I apologize, I'm trying not to say anything that we've said in recent weeks. I know it's been a big topic of conversation. Like when you look at it in relation to a release date in November, which is still over four months away, um, the actual release date is not the month of November. Uh, and look at like what more do you feel like you need to see or that we haven't seen? Like even on the kind of the arbitrary checklist, imaginary checklist of things that games need to do in a certain time frame, which of course never actually exists, there isn't much more that like like that God of War's missing. So there's this weird mystique around this game about it being a well, no one knows where it is. We haven't seen this. We haven't seen that. A lot of it really is almost. I almost want to say imaginary and. I think it's when you are a big fan of a game and you're looking for a title forward to a title, it's very easy to conflate what you want to see from a game and what you desire to see from a game and what you need to or what a game should be showing. And like we've spent the last seven years 
talking about how Fallout 4, you know, revolutionized the industry by <laughs> announcing in June and releasing in November. And we and now we're getting pissed off because it it's July and we haven't seen a 20-minute state of play filled with uncut gameplay for a game that we've known about for years. <laughs> I've seen CG trailers, we've seen story none. trailers, we've seen gameplay trailers, we've seen the collector's edition, we've met the voice cast, we've seen we've seen the accessibility features of this game. And people are doing these weird mental gymnastics where they're so overworked, their overwhelming desire to see more gameplay of this and see more of this game has infected their brain so much that they've drawn some imaginary lines between their lack of seeing gameplay to this game being in some doomed dire state. And I, I, don't, I, I, don't think, I, I literally think, I don't that, think that Sony need to come out at any point in the next three months. Literally, I think they can wait as long as October if they wanted to. And they're like, oh yeah, here's a bit more gameplay. And like, I think the, the world is at rest. I don't agree it's imaginary, though, because I think if you look at other games, like first-party games that Sony have done recently, they, they themselves have pushed the, uh, like the putting out a lot of gameplay a long time. Well, not a long time, but months before. Yes. And I think by this point, it's surprising they haven't put out any more yeah, given great. what they've been like recently. You so say, then you say, have, yeah, it, It's surprising. So what? So then you have to say, well, then, is there a reason that that's the case? Or is it just because like there's... Because they've changed, they've basically changed their mo. In which case, fine, they've changed it. But I don't, you're saying there's an imaginary yeah. line. It's like, no, no, no if no, they've changed all, something, all you're the, the one who's then the, speculating that they've changed what they normally do. Because you're saying there's no problem with it. It's not going to get released. It's not delayed. First of all, it's absolutely fine. Like to assume it, to assume it's what they normally do and would do for every game is in itself an assumption. Secondly, like to like to presume that there's a problem with the game because we haven't seen gameplay at the same time as they're forming videos saying, hey, here's the voice out of a Thor unboxing the collector's edition that's out in four months. You're creating a disparity between the lack of gameplay we've seen and the development of the game that simply does not exist. And I remember um, nine years ago now, going back to a title that we talked about earlier in the day, being sat in the green room, essentially, of a, uh, of a, of a weird like kitchen that uh, companies could hire out but the company when we used to work for was filming a commercial spot in partnership with Marks and Spencers. I don't know if either of you remember this. And no? um, I would agree. Yeah. Oh, cook, a cooking thing. Yeah, it was like a one-off cooking thing that would. Yeah, like, I remember this. I think uh, I edited it actually. Yeah, you probably did. And we filmed it in a studio that like was like a another production company at the time that we ended up hiring some people from. And I was invited on that shoot to help. And that kitchen was so small and so cramped that there wasn't enough room for me to stand behind the cameras. So I was sat in the green room. <laughs> And it was the oh, right, okay. it was de- mere days before GTA Five was meant to be coming out. Day, like so close to the GTA Five coming out that I was tempted to go into like weird like knockoff shops or like um like sort of like mum and pop <laughs> and see um, if you could get it to see if they'd like stopped it early. <laughs> it was that close. And you know what right. I was doing on my phone all day, scouring the internet to find even a scrap of clear, uncut, unedited gameplay because we hadn't seen it. And that was Grand Theft Auto Five. I, th- but I, I, th- in a, I think the two things that I think are different there is a Grand Rockstar are a different beast, massively so. Then you can't compare them with Sony for how they release gameplay footage, how they push stuff. They're completely different. And also, you go back nine years, and I don't like. And we were saying like times have changed. We're used to people pumping out gameplay footage. They think so. For example, Cyberpunk obviously got pushed like mm-hmm. num- numerous times how much did they milk the gameplay of that before it came out? And that was a game that was absolutely yeah. unfinished that they dropped. They I, feel like, had I feel like you're backing up my point, that, that there's no correlation between how much <laughs> gameplay you see before release and how good a game of the state but, the game is in. But I, I'm saying that that game was completely unfinished, shouldn't have been released, and they had mountains of gameplay to pump out. But with God of War Ragnarok, 
considering what Sony have done with like Ghost of Tsushima, what they did with um, uh, Horizon, I would just expect there to be a bit more. Yeah. Um, Anything, anything, any gameplay. There's been none. You've made multiple statements that are completely fine in their own right, uh, that you'd expect there to be more, or you're surprised there's no more. If you want to leave it full stop there and drop it, you're completely within your right to feel that way. But but creating an extension (laughs) of those feelings and trying to draw parallels to the state of the game or the place the game is at in its development cycle, for me, is absolute nonsense. And it's just you incorrectly aligning your expectations and what you want to have seen by now with some arbitrary milestones that video games don't actually have to hit. Do you know what's great? If it is delayed, Jamie will still absolutely refuse that there was any possibility that at this point the game wasn't in a state that they... That's why there was no gameplay. Correct. You absolutely refuse, and it will say, nope, it was completely fine Correct. and ready to go. Correct. Someone, there's something weird happened, which is that's why they pushed it, that there was completely unforeseen in uh, July of 2022. <laughs> I guarantee it. Correct. That's, there's nothing else I can say to that. Well, clearly, you know a lot more about how video games are made and marketed nothing, than me. Nothing else. Like, <laughs> nothing else you can say to that. Okay, to to kind of put a cap on this, let, let me let me pick your brain, Jamie, because I think you you will know about this a lot more. Okay, the God of War twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, when they announced the release date, mm. that was the firm release date, and that wasn't pushed. Is that right? Did they delay 2018 at all? No. Not, okay. not that I remember. I remember based on where I sat in the office, it yeah. was probably, I think it would have been January of 2018, which means God of War 2018's release date was confirmed three to four months before the game yeah. came out. Stop me if that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, having watched Raising Kratos, we mm. know that the game was delayed multiple times like internally delayed yeah internally yeah now you could you could you could take that and extrapolate it to kind of say in this instance yes uh god of war probably was internally delayed multiple times because hey it was it was it was externally delayed multiple times the first trailer we saw from this this game had a 2021 no no but when yeah i guess they didn't have a firm release date right no but it missed this it. What I'm but it, but it, but it, but it's one month. It's two months away from missing its initial release target by two whole years, technically. Yeah. In calendar terms. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but my point, my point is this: I think Sorry. when they get to the point that they are ready to give a fucking day, a month, and a year, it would seem that this studio is going to stick to that because. They I, I, have done everything that they need to do to get to this point. I think I think what, that's a fair assumption. I, again, I just think that like video games are inherently complicated, um, you know, pieces of me. Like the creation of video games is is unbelievably complicated and unbelievably intricate. So much can go wrong at any one time, and so much can go wrong unexpectedly. But when you're talking about the release, the marketing, the promotion of a title like God of War Ragnarok. You're not talking about a you know a small group of developers who are like oh god we th- I, I think we're going to get this done by November so like let's like you're talking about a, 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 an intricate machine of so many parts and I and again for as much as you have to leave that window open you have to leave that door ajar for like for something to happen between now and November and a push to December January February further who fucking knows like I I I, I don't think that the people behind like. The, all, whether we are talking about the releases that first party Sony has put out uh, elsewhere, like Jonesy mentioned, or whether you're just talking about 
the, the marketing and handling of one of the biggest releases of the year. Like, I don't think the voice actor of Thor stands there and unboxes <laughs> a completely finished and signed off and about to be open for pre-order collector's edition for a game. Like, like communication is better than that. And these are from these are it's all being handled by people who understand that these things can go wrong and will know like if they I, I there's just a part of me that believes that if they went to Sony Santa Monica and saw that game like the room knows a game that's not going to come out in November and what that would look like and I don't think that's what they saw and so I think that's why everything I think that's why everything's going ahead. I the, the, the like I said the thing for me that that made me think. The, like go like think actually I don't think it's going to be delayed was the was the marketing around it and like the actor who did the Thor guy doing the unboxing and stuff I think they're now in a different place it seems it does like seem they're in a different place and I think the yeah. um because, I think the because. I do I do think there's more weight to the other stuff which has pushed the announcement back so yeah. like we were saying political stuff uh bumping into other uh, marketing media for like yeah. Marvel and stuff they, I think that's more likely they resisted every urge and every you know like whether it was state of plays that they did have, whether it was you know, the, the 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 June and the Summer Game Fest, whether it was the anniversary the other month where Corey had to go and film a video where he's like, <laughs> I know we're talking about God of War, but we've got nothing to say about God of War Ragnarok. Time and time and time again, they came out and said, yeah, I'm sorry, we're just not talking about it. They have been the most patient and the most silent game developer on the planet almost relative to how much hype there is for this, this game. They don't, they don't just decide, oh yeah, we're going to break that silence for a guess. Like, I, I think they wait till they're sure, personally. As sure as yeah. they can be in video game development terms. You mean a guess? Guess like, or like, like, oh, yeah, we're, it's probably going to come out in November. We're not, we're like 70% sure, but like, let's run the, all the marketing material anyway. It's been so long. We're so bored. Let's do it. I think it. the one thing, the one thing these days that kind of throws a spanner in the works for me, like if you COVID aside, because COVID obviously create absolute havoc for a yeah. lot of these companies. yeah. Um, and then obviously you've got other issues these days with like tech and how much does like delayed and being able to get certain tech delay the production, the development process that they never had to factor in before, like, you know, hardware, et cetera, et cetera. The one thing that, that I wonder does make things harder these days is if you're a, if you are a, um, a, a director, like you're trying to get a game developed and you think like, oh no, six months is enough time to finish this game. We can get it done. We will deliver. We're in a different world now to the world of crunch and getting everything done and just making your staff work constantly. A, that you can't get the staff has is, is become a real issue. Um, and B, it's like you get such a bad pushback that the idea these days is much more of like, no, take the time you need to finish the game. People will be okay with it. Don't like basically misuse your staff. And I do think there's maybe a little bit of a thing whereby the execs and, and the directors and the higher ups who who back in you know who still maybe have a little bit of this no we can get it done have fell foul of of their sort of their maybe older school way of thinking and have been pushed into positions where they've had to delay when they didn't think they would I do think that happens more because we haven't we're in like a crossover period if you see what I mean so I do think there's more chance of someone like Corey Barlog going we can get it done and just maybe being like Corey we can't crunch as hard as we used to we can't quite make that date. I'm more, I think those things have more of an effect these days than they would have done, where you say, nine years ago when you were talking about JB, like saying about Grand Theft Auto. So I wonder if that comes into play. Just, I'm just trying to dissect them. <laughs> so, so the idea being that, so back in the day, for, I don't know how long you, ago you want to go. You're saying like video game, com- before video crunch, games before the days of crunch. 
yeah, so before the days of crunch. saying that video game companies are now better equipped to avoiding crunch and like more like no, 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 no. Sort of sensible release I'm saying, nowadays. N- no, no, the opposite. I'm saying oh, I wonder if I'm saying I wonder if there's a sense in <laughs> su- some people in the industry still think they can get something done I, by I, a certain I, date. I, I, again, I, I, without being into specifics, I can tell you that uh, for the last few months, everything I've heard from every direction I've listened, new studios, studios that are being revitalized, studios that are under equipment push. Every single thing you hear nowadays is about game dev 2.0. It's about anti-crunch and zero crunch conditions. Like, it's not, yes. of course it's not, like the idea. No, that- no, that's, that's what I'm saying is that is because they now don't do any crunching. Is there, a, I'm asking the question, I'm saying, do you think there's a sense whereby the, the higher ups who have been in the industry for so long, they think they can get the game done in six months? But who, because there's who are these higher ups you're talking about, like, and why are they calling so in, shots so in, on when a video released? So, for example, so like Corey Barlog, for example, Corey. Why Barlog, would he? Why you, would he have a say on when God of War? He does not not, not even direct directing God of War Ragnarok. What's it? But he's the what? Isn't he like he's the a, creative? He's the creative director of Sony Santa Monica. So I'm so what I'm saying is, do you think there's people like him who because he's sort of been very consistent online saying like the game's not getting delayed, the game is coming out. I wish I could tell you I've been playing the game for X amount of time. I wonder if people like him are like, we can get this game made in six months. No worries, we can do it. But what he may, do you think there's any possibility of people like him who don't factor in the the dev 2.0, like we're not crunching, we do not crunch, we do it when it's but ready. Do you think that comes into play? But it's not, it's not him and it's no individual, it's a team. But no, but he's been, he's obviously been one of the main voices online. Yeah, he's the going, face of it, but it's the team making the, it's not like one person dictates all of that. Shit. So for example, like, example, got, if he was Jason Schreier's, if he was Jason Schreier's contact, if he was Jason Schreier's contact and he's like, no, Jason, we can get it done in six months. Do you think that still happens? Like where people like him can just be too optimistic? I suppose that's the thing. They're optimistic no, about if how he, long. If he's saying that, it's because it's his team saying that. Not him saying that. He's just, I'm, I'm a bit confused by this, I'll be honest. <laughs> in the, I, oh, so I'm just saying in the idea of like there's uh, people who aren't, people that are too optimistic about uh, development <laughs> timeframes. Yeah, like, don't get me uh, wrong. I'm sure there are that, like there are old school heads in certain video game studios that are used to crunch conditions and still have somewhat like misaligned or like incorrect out- outlooks on what can be done in a time frame based on perhaps what used to get done in the same time frame. Exactly. And then but, HR go, no, but, but we again, can't do that. But again, the, the, the idea that someone like that says, oh yeah, we can get this done in November. And then like the entire of like Sony interactive attainment, it jumps on board and it's like, perfect. We'll get the marketing thing rolling. Like, but so, but the, it just passes you, through too many hands and too many and people then, but you, have but to you say, say yes. that, but then you say, okay, but we say, but we say that, and I can, I completely agree with you. That totally makes sense to me. But every game is delayed, it seems these days. So the right. idea that people know when games are coming out is like, no, they don't. Yeah, true. They, they keep delaying everything. So the idea yes. that no, and there's God a team of, of and, people. And, that, yeah, and God of War has already been delayed, and a game that was yes. meant to come out in 2021 is almost out in November of 2022. We can't keep pretending this was the first stab in the dark that Sony Santa Monica took at this release date, and it would be some crazy pie in the sky thing if they hit it. Like this has been a massively delayed game. Yes, no, absolutely. So, so, so like, the first yeah. release date, the first so twenty twenty one, was that a stab in the dark? Yeah, that was wildly incorrect. No, but Evident. was it a stab in the dark? Because you're saying they don't just give a stab in the dark. I'm now saying, I'm asking, was that a stab in the dark, or do you think there was something very? I, th- I, th- I think that was. A, I think that was. I think that... it was a stab in the dark that was. Yeah, and it was the wrong call. I, th- I don't think they should have put a date on it at the time. But they don't do that anymore. Uh, they might do, because I think they. There's a part of them that thinks it helps with marketing, like. Can tell you the f- I, I I would put oh, I would bet, putting the date I would, I would yeah, bet yeah, yeah, I would yeah. bet my house on the fact 
that the first release date we hear for GTA 6 will not be when GTA 6 comes oh, out. Oh, of course. What's, like, the, thing, what, what's the saying? Like, over-promise... Under-deliver. Like, yeah, you, but they, or you do the over uh, under-promise, over-deliver, or you do over-promise, under-deliver. <laughs> so that almost the first year you give is almost like wow. f- you give five years before when you kind of go... Yeah, we can get it done by then. When yeah, you I, think. I, to be honest, I'm sorry that I asked why you thought it was still delayed because that's that's gone on for like about half an hour. So uh, I, I apologize to our viewers because <laughs> I've, I've put us through that again. I would have thought that you know we got all, we got all the long-winded rants about God of War out last week, but I was wrong, and that's my fault. So I apologize. So let's move on. No, it's, it's Jamie's fault. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. No, it's Jonesy and I. But Jonesy and I are clearly oil and water when it comes to God of War. And we just shouldn't bring this game up again until it's out. Fair. All right. Or until in twenty twenty three. In February, February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, last story of the day, and let's let's run through it quick because I'm fucking tired, fellas. Lollipop Chainsaw of all games is being remade, which in and of itself is not. All that surprising. It's it's a decent game. It's got a fan base. It's a cult classic, as it were. Jessica Negri was involved in the marketing, as I mentioned before, and it was a good idea. But the weird thing about this is... Chris is going to be thirsty for Jessica Negri when she's like 75 and still shouldn't be cosplaying anymore. Hey, you know what? She'll still be younger than me, so yeah. That's the funny thing about how aging works, Jonesy, is um, Fair once, enough. It's, once it's established, it always... Is she younger than you? yeah. I'm okay. old. What's that, what's that really que- creepy quote? Like, I get older, but they stay the same age or something like that. What? I don't know. It's some weird thing. Like, some. I think it was, a, I don't know where it's, it must be from a movie something, but yeah, some guy talking about girls, obviously. Like, the best thing about them is I get older and they stay the same age. Oh, I think I have heard that. I can't think where it's from. Oh, I looked that up. Sorry, go on, Chris. Uh, it's probably some pedophile bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the interesting thing about this is both the game's director and the game's uh, writer, Pseudo51, and James Gunn say that they have nothing to do with this remake. So, <laughs> Right. And those are like, uh, yeah, the two you know, coolest that, that, dudes who like yeah. made that game interesting to be with. Yeah. But I, I, I wonder if they're maybe trying to distance themselves from it a little bit. Maybe less so Pseudo51, but maybe James Gunn is like, I'm going to distance myself from this. I mean, I maybe, probably would too. If it's just a remake, though, I, I suppose maybe they don't need to be. Well, it's one of these weird involved. things where it's a it's it's a remaster slash remake. It's not an out and out remake. So it's, it's it's just the publishers basically said they're remaking it. Is it? I mean, I guess so. If if the main creative forces behind it are not involved, then yeah. So then I suppose yeah. It I was, guess um, so the the announcement has come from Kadokawa Games, and they um, are essentially the they were the the publishers of the Japanese version of this title. So right. ba- like it was developed by Grasshopper with Sudo, yeah. obviously. Um, and then Warner Brothers stepped in to publish it worldwide and Kadokawa were the Japanese publishers. Um, and said so that like, so yeah, this is coming purely from the Japanese side. It seems. Weird sans man, Suda and Sans Grasshopper. And that's James Gunn. Yeah, now, James, exactly. Gunn, James Gunn obviously had a lot of the controversy around him around like, after Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and all this bullshit that he used to tweet and all of that resurfacing, obviously he's kind of had a bit of a collective consciousness uh, forgiveness happening there. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe maybe with all of that and that the baggage of his past, he was like, you know what, a game about a, uh, a high school cheerleader where you get a, 
uh, an achievement for looking up her skirt for too long. Hmm. Maybe he's like, you know, I'm I'm going to step away, fellas, on this one. Yeah, we live in a different world. <laughs> yeah, if he, if he was even approached. But yeah, like I've seen articles saying like, oh, Lollipop Chainsaw was a good game, but is it really a game that needs to come back now? See, I, I, I don't, I admit, I don't know if I agree with the fact that it's a good game. Uh, like, it that, is that's... a good game, and I don't necessarily agree with the fact that it shouldn't be coming out as a remaster. Like, I played remaster. a bit of it. I remember playing a bit of it, in bit, and it was so it, average. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine, but it wasn't any. I, I think it was more it's of fine. the cult. It's good, good I mean, I've, I've it's just it, come I've, back because of the cult. I'll like, put it this way as well. Like, like one thing you would say as well is that Suda, I think, was one of the directors of the game. James Gunn was one of the writers of the game, obviously on yeah. the English language version. I think it's a mosquito, fuck. Um, <laughs> if the if they remade this game, like, shot for shot and, like, used some of... Like, if they Last of Us Part 1 to this game, then in theory, yeah. James Gunn and James Gunn and Suda 51's work could come across mostly intact, and you'd yeah. have a version yeah. of Lollipop Chainsaw that could shine in its own right. The problem was no version of Lollipop Chainsaw will ever shine because it is a 6 out of 10 outdated, like, Ooh, action savage. game. I mean, I, it, I, I feel you're just very f- salty from your arguments with Jonesy right now. Uh, <laughs> take, and I think you're unfairly taking it out on Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <don't, laughs> I just think it's a really, really average game. Um, yeah. is it, I, I find it weird when it comes to remakes or remasters. Like, if it's a remaster... Who cares that Suda and, and James Garn aren't involved? Like, it's so what? It's yeah, just true. A if, they, if they're just upraising textures and maybe, like, but mm. I know that they have to redo the soundtrack because there are licensing issues. Yeah. Um, and even if it's a remake, like, even if it's a mostly a remade game, if they're going to do, like Jamie said, and they're going to do shot for shot, like, again, it doesn't make any difference. Like, GTA, GTA uh, uh, trilogy remake, like, how many of the actual Rockstar people that have made the original were even involved in yeah. that? Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm giving me the idea of just imagining like the Criterion Collection version of a remaster where you get a sticker on the front being saying like the yeah, the upgrade in resolution was personally approved by James Gunn. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. We got we got the we got the original director of this game to approve the way we redid the colors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't see the I'm, there's almost some weird thing. It's like Jordan. It's like with Maverick when um I can't remember Kelly McGillis is it the actress who played. Uh, what's yeah. name came out and was like, no one even approached me to be in this. It's like, so what? Like, it's not like okay. Yeah, like if it's so lollipop chainsaws being remade. You, you know what, Jonesy, it's been it's being the... remade. You don't need yeah. you don't need to go to James Jonesy, Gunn and Suda Fifty One. This is the most uh, reasonable thing you've said this entire podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just for clarity, lollipop chainsaw got sixty seven. Uh, from critics on Metacritic. Yeah, which so, Jamie said. Jamie was bang on. Jamie said it was a six out of ten game, and he was right. <laughs> I just yeah, I remember that it was came out in a weird um, weird time for me for video games, which was like the summer, or like the spring slash summer of 2012, which was when I lived uh, for six months in the town of Newcastle and um, didn't have a bed. And so I slept on a mattress on the floor with a TV next to me. And so I just lie there masturbating I, to Lollipop Chainsaw. Uh, I mean, ask me no questions I'll tell you no lies um, and a bunch of like the most random games came out that time like the 360 port of The Witcher 2 Spec Ops The Line uh, Mass Effect 3 and it was just this weird roller coaster and it, the lollipop chainsaw was the, the low point of that roller coaster I'm afraid for me Well, I, any, not- any game that came out in the year of uh, our lord and saviour Spec Ops The Line like, exactly you, yeah you know yeah. You, you remake that game best. Actually, yeah. don't. 
character. I like I like the headline for this is like lollipop chainsaws being remade, but Suda Fifty One and James Gunn, so they have nothing to do with it. So I just imagine someone with a microphone, like old school microphone, walking up to them, going, uh, "Lollipop chainsaws being remade. What have you got to say?" And then like, I've got nothing to do with it. <laughs> like it's literally, it's not even. <laughs> it's not that they've made an announcement. But it's, it's like the, if we, um, what's the um, the Twitter account that does like the funny fake headlines that Elon Musk always steals? Oh, it's a hard drive, no? Yeah, hard drive could do a tweet being like, Lollipop, Lollipop Chainsaw is being remastered, but Steven Spielberg and James Cameron say they have nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, it's that sort of, it's like, that's a not, that's like they haven't done. I always find that really funny. Yeah. But yeah, you know. Yeah. The, the most sane thing you've said this 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 podcast, James. And Alex, hey, you I, I, love the, I love the fact that if we hit, if we hit February of 2023 and God of War comes out, then... You two are still going to be like, no, no, but we were right. No, that's what's bullshit about this is Jonesy works himself no, let's into not, these let's win-win not, situations let's not. because if this game comes out in November, we're not going to have this conversation again. But the second this game gets delayed, I'm going to be vilified. We and will my, have this and conversation. My, and my quotes are going to be intentionally mi- distorted and misinterpreted. And uh, <laughs> We will in November. In November please, when please God of War comes out. Can I challenge Jonesy to put his money where his mouth is again? Okay. Pistols at dawn. Yeah, Jonesy, Fresh I'll make a deal with you. <laughs> Go on then. If you want to be able to bring up this conversation again and make me uh, and like bring up the <laughs> if this game gets delayed, like, bring, like regurgitate all the things I've said, then you have to agree to this deal. You're not allowed to play God of War Ragnarok in 2022. Why? Why would I? What? Because you, you don't think it's coming out, right? So, so why would what, I? If it does come out, why would I not play it? Because you, to, that, like, as, the, a puni- as a as a punishment for being wrong and for drawing out this inane argument. That so you've what's your pu- what's what's so what's your punishment if it gets delayed? You get to make the argument that you're going to make. And no, you, try, so you try, try and use my words against me. And so if it if it is delayed, then you oh, have yeah, you're not allowed to play it for the length of time it's delayed for. Oh, I see. Now that's getting juicy. So if it's delayed for a week, you're not to, allowed to play it for a week. If it's delayed for a month, you're not allowed to play it for a I month. Think that's fair. I, I think that's to fair, talk, to to Imagine, imagine if they delayed it for a year, like Halo Infinite style, as in, as in the date is set in, in stone. <laughs> imagine if Jamie's not allowed to play it for a year. In the podcast. Yeah, sorry, we're, we're going to keep on like, going for another half an hour on this. Do you, want, do you, want, do you, want, do you know what the, the sad thing is? It's like, I would... It, if I would just play the game and I wouldn't care what, you, what either of you two said I'd just completely <laughs> ignore you and if you kicked me off the podcast I'd be like okay I'm playing the best game of the year wow such short term thinking why don't you guys put like an actual monetary value to the to a bet How about, like a fiver no no I, I'm, no, I don't think there's the, any point in that the last time there was a bet that had any significant monetary value attached in the form of a Playstation 5 controller I won and Josie didn't wish to honour his end of the deal, and I let him off. But no, like, no, no! I was going to buy. No, that's not true. You've completely mischaracterized that. I know I have, but I'm doing it on purpose because it's fun. <laughs> you, you scumbag! Um, I, uh, if we get to November 9th and the game comes out, you absolutely have every right to say, "See, you're an idiot. You were completely wrong." One hundred percent. You saying like well, this won't come up again? Absolutely. Yeah, you but feel free what I'm say saying it. is, feel free you, I know what kind of personalities were. If this game comes out in November 9th, um, you, you, you have the kind of personality we go. Oh yeah, I know. I was wrong. I had you know, tin foil hat, Jonesy being Jonesy, and I had the personality where if the game gets delayed, you come to me and like, oh, I told you, and you do the thing that you do all the things that you know rile me up, and you'll know that like that I wasn't <laughs> me. Say it ain't so. so Chris, okay. end the podcast. 
No, I fucking got it. I, before I end the podcast, how fucking serendipitous is this? We were like, why is it coming out on the night, which is a Wednesday in November? Uh, it's Wednesday, my dudes. A, because it's Wednesday, my dudes. B, because that's a day before we record the podcast. So this is what's going to happen. I am calling the shots here, okay? 9th of November comes. If God of War comes out, we can dedicate an entire podcast to all of the times Alex Jones has gotten anything wrong. Oh, I don't think anyone can be bothered to go back and find out all of yeah, those I will fucking do it. And I think Jamie will, no, you will won't. do it with me. We'll, we'll my, scour my, it. My favorite one is going to be finding the uh, exact podcast where Jonesy originally brought up the bizarre theory that the first gameplay trailer of the game was this weird series of vertical slice vignettes because they <laughs> haven't built anything. Mate, I stand by that. But that's what's going to happen, okay? I, and, I, want, and, hold I wonder on, if... Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then... If the inverse happens, if it does get delayed, we will know it's delayed by then, by that time, okay? And at the time that it gets delayed too and it releases then, then what we will do is that podcast, we will talk about all the times that Jamie was wrong. That's oh, when it, on the actual release date? <sighs> yeah, on the actual delayed release date. Yeah, like, have at it. I, I wonder if the reason they've said it's in the night, this the Wednesday, which is a weird day, I, is this is it because there's something going on like the tenth or the eleventh and they're just like and it happens to be in November. It must be yeah, right. It's got to be some of that. It's because well, it is a weird day, but it's got to be at, something at, just at, really at innocuous. This, at this uh, date, uh, you know, on the uh, the twenty seventh hour past midnight, I don't care. I want to end this podcast, oh. and I will do oh, so. Damn, okay. So, <laughs> so thank you everyone for watching, listening. If you made it this far, you're a fucking sadist, uh, masochist <laughs> rather. So. Um, Congratulations, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.